Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent N. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. That's the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lee Kenny, I play Beth from The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speak. Hey, sisters, it's Shalita from Philly. Just get bit. Hi, sisters, it's Joanne from upstate New York. If Daryl gets bit, I'm out of here. Hello, sisters, it's Stephen here from Romskirk, England. Remember, for goodness sake, don't get bit. What's happening, sisters? This is Robert from the Bay. Walker inside. Got my shoe, but didn't get me. I win. Hi, sisters. This is Tammy from New Jersey. And I just wanted to tell all the haters of Sister Speak, just get bit. Hi, this is Jackie from the San Francisco Bay Area. And for those of you who fail to grasp the awesomeness that is the Sister Speak podcast, the Sister Speak family has only one thing to say to you. Look at the flowers, haters. Just look at the flowers. Hey, sisters, this is Chief Broken Arrow from Nebraska. Sister Speak, sanctuary for all, community for all. This is Mike from the Midnight Jury Podcast out of Philadelphia, and you are listening to the only two ladies that I would ever want to get caught in the zombie apocalypse with, and that's Sister J and Sister K with Sister Speak, The Walking Dead Podcast. And remember, people, don't get bit. Just look at the flowers. Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead, where we discuss season four of the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 33. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, Sister J. Welcome, Sister K. We are here for our finale episode of Sister Speak, The Walking Dead. Yep. And we're going to be talking about the finale titled A. That's a dumb title. No, it's not if you caught it. but I didn't catch it. You had to explain it to me. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Sister J, Mm. before we get started... What oh, was yeah. Your wine selection of the night. Well, my uh, wine selection of the night that I was drinking when I watched The Walking Dead was one of my old standby favorites, Yano Sweet Red. It's red wine by Yano Wineries. And here in Texas, that's L L A N O. And as you know, double L's is spelled with a Y. Or pronounced. Uh, excuse me, pronounced with a Y. So it's Yano. Uh, sweet red. It's really good. So, that's the wine selection for the finale. I don't remember even what I was drinking that night. That night, but 
Hmm. I, it wasn't alcohol. I should have been drinking alcohol because hmm. I, I was stressed out. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. Uh, I, I mean, it was one of my three favorites of the whole season. Yeah, it was. It wasn't my favorite of the whole season, but it was. What's one of my top three? It was intense. Let me just say. Yeah, it was very intense. Okay, well, let's start at the beginning. All right, we get a. We start out with a flashback. Okay, let me just say right quick. Because I ain't going to keep repeating it. Them damn flashbacks got on my nerves. I didn't like it. It was a waste waste of time when I wanted to see other shit. So, and I understand, yeah, you know, it kind of had to do with the scene that came next and all that bullshit. But it was annoying to me. Well, you know, I didn't, I wasn't annoyed by them. Oh, I, I was so annoyed. The very first one, I was a little bit confused. Because it took me a minute for my brain to switch and go, okay, this shit must be a flashback because... Well, you could tell because... Well... They was driving up in a car. And they right. Had but it took like 10 seconds for you to register. Okay, we're at the prison. This is obviously before all the shit kicked off. Herschel's there, which is great to see Herschel. But, um, yeah. So, it's a flashback to the prison. And it didn't bother me, the flashbacks, because I get why they were doing it. And it was interesting to see how that whole Farmer Rick and Farmer Carl got started. And it was basically Herschel that started it. But anyway. I didn't like the way they did the whole beginning. And then after the flashback, we get this scene with Rick covered in blood and he's shaking, sitting outside a car in, in, in daylight. Looking crazy. Yeah, looking crazy. And I'm thinking, but of course we know later that that's an aftermath of something. But I don't know. I, I don't like that Stupid, cutesy shit like that that they try to do. That shit was not cute. Oh, please. You know, some editor thought that crap up. I thought, thought oh, it was hey, good. yeah, this be great. I thought it was nice. Mm. I thought it was a good way to tell the story I did. in a different way. Mm. And I enjoyed it. It's the damn it. finale. They, it made, they should have went on with it. It made you go, what the fuck happened to where Rick is back to his crazy They could have just simply Rick started it again. with that. Well, they didn't, we didn't need a flashback. Anyway, Jay, okay. let them tell a story the way they want to tell the story. Mm, it's annoying to me. In this case, I was behind it. I liked it. I was annoyed. So, my only problem was, he looking crazy. What's going to make Rick look crazy? Carl dying, Michonne dying, Daryl dying, well, somebody dying. He so looks crazy all the time to me. What got me was the fact that he had all that blood on him. Right. That's the part to me that, yes. that okay, who died? You know, exactly because he had all that blood on him. But Rick so the whole show, anymore. I was like looking around every damn corner to see who was about to get it, bit, stabbed, shot, something. something yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> which heightened the anxiety, which is what they wanted. So of I course. get it. So anyway, so when we get back from commercial, we see Michonne, Carl, and Rick um, camping in the woods. They're cooking a rabbit. Nope, they're cooking a can of soup or something on the fire. Oh, that's true. And Rick's like, we need to go check the snares. And, oh, by the way, can I just say something real quick? That damn Planet of the Apes commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. I just remembered. Doesn't that show look good? Yeah, it's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. O-M-G. And the way they have those monkeys looking like people. Yeah. But wait, that final scene yeah. where he is all painted, mm-hmm. most like a new how to camouflage and shit. Well, isn't that supposed to be that little Caesar, Caesar monkey? Yes. Yeah. 
from I can't wait to see that. I cannot <laughs> wait. I I like okay. the first one, the new the new one yeah. too. It was very and good. It was I'm very like, good. Ooh, anytime they are <laughs> So this will be good. Yeah. Sorry, I had All to right. it just dropped my memory. But um anyway. So yeah, he says, Well, we need to go check the snares. Uh, or I need to go check the snares, see if we mm-hmm. caught anything, because they all hungry. Mm-hmm. He's asking them, how hungry are you? They're like, hungry. Well, uh, Carl says uh, about a 10, and Michelle says, uh, excuse me, Michelle. Michonne says about a 28. Yeah. I thought, dang, she must really be Well, hungry. on a scale of 1 to 10, how yes. hungry are you? She said 28. <laughs> Where'd she get that from? She's trying to say I'm effing hungry, yeah. more than 10. Yeah. Anyway. So, so let's go out. So, yeah, he says they need to learn, so he takes them with him. And on the way to walk into the snares, Carl's asking, you know, how close are we to um, Terminus? Terminus, excuse me. And Rick's saying, he's like, so when we get there, are we going to tell him what we, you know, tell him everything? And Michonne's like, uh, what do you mean, everything? Mm-hmm. He says, well, are we going to tell him everything we've been through and everything that we've done? Which I thought was an interesting question. Well, and I like Rick's answer because he said, we're going to tell them who we are. That's all they need to know. Yeah. And Carl's like, but how do we do that? Who are we? So it was an interesting question, which later, you know, gets answered. Mm. But so a walker comes up to them. And well, first of all, he's explaining how he puts up the snares. No. On the way to the snares, they kill a walker on the way. There was like one random walker walking around. Well, okay. But anyway, but when he was explaining to Rick, uh, to Carla Michonne, how you like set up the snare and there's a little trail there and everything, that was definite foreshadowing for Terminus. And that's kind of what I thought at the time, too. Yep, it was. Yeah, it it was Mm -hmm. foreshadowing because that's what Terminus did exactly, exactly how he was explaining how he... Uh, snared their meals. Yep, you make them feel comfortable, yep. you give them a little pass, mm-hmm. and then chuck, so they have no choice but to go that way, and uh-huh. then you get the snare. And they get snatched up. Mm-hmm. So so they walk it in the woods. No, so they, so he's telling them how to do the snares, right? and all of a sudden some man, who in the hell is this random man? Random motherfucker. Random man yelling. And I was so pissed, and guess what happens? Carl oh, wait a minute. immediately starts running towards the man yelling, and I'm like fucking really, Carl? Really? Didn't, didn't we get over that in season two? Thank you. Of you running off, Carl. Or even three? No, they were two. When he got, was it two that he got shot? Yeah. Uh, well, he wasn't running off at that point, but but still, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Haven't you learned enough, Carl? About Not to be running, running ahead. And see, if I was Rick, I'd be like, after I got his ass, I'd be like, motherfucker, who? Ain't you? Ain't you? Now look, you a little man and all, but, but hey, I'm gonna have to whip your ass. Yeah. Ah. So thankfully, Rick stops them right when they get to the clearing of the woods, mm-hmm. and there's this huge clearing. Yep. And this this is what I found strange is this man is hollering in the middle of all these zombies about to be surrounded i'm like run fool yeah why did he run just run i didn't get that why are you just standing there hollering and shit i didn't get that and this fool's holding a stick you mean by now he ain't got nothing else (laughs) where'd he come from i want to know where he come from thank you that's what i wanted because as, as soon as i saw him and of course 
uh, Rick is, is holding Carl back. But as soon as I saw him, I thought, now, somebody trying to bait them again. See? To draw them out. That's you know, what I was wondering. That's what I was thinking. Because, see, yeah. You could, he had plenty of time to run. He, he could have ducked and dodged. He could have ducked and dodged and run. He could have pushed one of them over and ran. He's just no, standing there. They get him and they the one chick's eating his eyeball out. That's nasty, Which was too. so nasty. That was nasty. Chewing on his face. And while they standing there looking, a walker notices them in the woods. So they're like, mm-hmm. uh, we got to go. Because mm-hmm. they're getting chased. So they run up on the railroad tracks. And then they come up on these women dining on somebody on the tracks. Yep, some more walkers. I said, damn. So Rick and Michelle get to slicing. Slicing and dicing. Because they got to get out the way. And as they do, we get another flashback to the prison. Mm-hmm. And I found this funny. Herschel comes and wakes Rick up from a dead sleep. Talk about, I need your help with something. Mm-hmm. And Rick's like, "Are you? is everything okay? He's like, yeah, I just want your help. Are we going to discuss all the flashbacks? And what he says to Rick is, you ain't going to need your gun. It's just going to get in the way. Rick is steadily putting his gun on because at that point he doesn't know what he's talking about yes we are going to discuss the flashbacks uh, J. you can just sit there in silence I will that will be a novel concept <laughs> for you <laughs> oh they were annoying you saw I went through it quick so then we get back to the present mm. and Rick and Michonne are killing up that group of walkers and um, they run to get away from the larger horde that's chasing them and at this point, they find... An abandoned car. Yeah, an abandoned car. It looks like a, a SUV mm-hmm. and decide to uh, to stay the night there. But there's a walker that's kind of split in two. Yeah. So it's on the ground. That thing was it weird like looking. It, it, well, I finally figured out it's split in two because at first it looked like it was fused into the ground. Well, maybe it had gotten run over. Well, now, nah, that could be. You that know? could be. Yeah. Because it looked like the back part of its body was like flat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was ugly. It was nasty looking. It was very and nasty. And this particular one had the weirdest colored eyes to me. I noticed the eyes. See, you know what? I think he was smashed by the car then. Yeah. Because yeah, he's kind of flat. He's smashed by the car. <laughs> <laughs> See, he, it looks like he's fused down in there. Look at his eyes. Look at the eyes. Mm-hmm. They're really like. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're right. They they stay in the abandoned car. Well, uh, uh, after it gets dark, Michonne and uh, Rick, of course, are talking, and Carl's in the car sleeping, which I thought was cute. Yeah, that was cute. You know, and they have a little campfire going, and they're you know talking. Yeah, and, she, and he's but, like, "That was a real tiny rabbit," mm-hmm. and she's like, "Yeah, but it traveled well." Mm-hmm. And and you know, he's making the, the point, and that's all we talk about anymore: food and how to get food and. You know, when's the next time we're going to eat and stuff? Yeah. But, I mean, and you she, know, hey. And she tells him, well, you know, hopefully someday soon we'll forget again. Like, yeah. we won't have to worry about this kind of thing again. Yeah. We'll be able to settle somewhere. And yeah. so, so then she, um, he tells her that they're close to Terminus. And she says, yeah, do you think it's legit? Do you mm-hmm. think it's a real place? So they hear some rustling in the woods. So they all they stop and they get quiet. Well, Rick does. He starts looking up and looks around. Yep. Then he then he sits back down and they go to talking. And here come them damn rednecks. Well, Jeez. what he says first, which I thought was interesting, is 
you know, we let people in when we were at the prison. She said, so did the governor. Yeah, so did the mm-hmm. governor. And he says, well, it's always the same. We don't get to know until we know. Exactly. So we got to get there first and figure it and out then. then. We know. Yeah. Which I can see his point. Yeah, it's a good point. You have to go and at least check it out. And if you get and to- then here come these damn ass rednecks. Joe, rednecks. Joe got a gun on Rick up to his head. Tony got a gun on Michonne. Is that his name? I forgot his name. Yeah, the black dude. His name is Tony. And the child molester is Dan. He's the one taunting Carl through the window. Uh, No. I don't need to know his name because because in my mind, he's the nasty motherfucker. He's he's the nasty child molester. Right. And I call him nasty Uh, motherfucker. The only reason I know that effer's name is because on the Talking Dead, when they did the in memoriam, they they put Deserved Dan. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, because he deserved to get off. Yes, he did. Damn. That was so disturbing. It was, but you know what? Mm. This whole scene was disturbing It to was me. so intense. It, it was, was so, so intense. intense. I'm like, what the fuck are they going to do? Well, and Rick had that look on his face like, okay, I'm about to do some shit. Well, not exactly. Or not how yet. I, well, not yet. But he was like, not yet. the look on his face though was, how am I going to get out of how this? How am I going to get out how of this How am I going to save my And son? he saw that big old fool. Nasty that motherfucker. Nasty uh, 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 got his face all pressed against the window of the car. And, and, and he know Carl's in the car. But wait, what I noticed that was interesting is when we come back from commercial on this scene, Mm -hmm. there was a a viewer discretion warning. Well, yeah. And they didn't put that on the very beginning of the show. So they wanted to Yes, they put it on on the very beginning of every show before they do the previously. I didn't see it. That's every show. Well, this one, they made a point to do it before this scene came back. Oh, they do it all the time. Joe's talking about restitution. And this is what I found interesting, too. Did you catch this? Mm -hmm. He says... I was thinking about turning in for the night on New Year's Eve. So I'm thinking, is this supposed to be New Year's Eve day? I think he was just. And then remember, he says, let's start the let's let's start counting down the ball dropper. Yeah. And he says, and he counts down like 10, 8, 9. I think he meant it's going to be a new year for them because they done found the food. Well, I took it like it was New Year's Day. I didn't. I didn't take that literally. Because we never really know what day it is. Right, but I didn't take that literally at oh, all. Well, I did. Well, so, somebody tell Well, you've already sent because, your feedback in. So. Well, I, because, I mean, there, there ain't no snow, no ice, no nothing. This is Georgia. Not hey, every place. It snows in Georgia. Well, where they're in near, the winter. They're near. They have ice storms in Georgia yes, in the winter. Sister Jay. They do. But not all the time. Google it. <laughs> you go read a book. No, you go Google it. Shit. Anyway. Anyway, he was not being literal. I do not believe. Well, at this point, while he's counting down, Daryl comes in. Daryl comes out. Comes out from the woods, (laughs) and he tells Joe to stop. Mm -hmm. And he says, you need to let them go because these are good people. Mm -hmm. And so Joe's like, "Uh uh-uh. They killed Lou. That is a lie said they killed Lou, left him in there to turn, yep. to, and he, he tried to get all us. So then mm-hmm. Daryl says, look, I get it. You want, you, need, you want blood, so take it from me instead. And he puts his, his uh, crossbow, crossbow down. down. I'm like, oh, shit. I know it. Daryl, and of course, you know, us, because we're suspicious and shit, mm-hmm. we're thinking somebody's about to effing die, thinking Daryl's about to die. I was screaming at my TV, no! Yeah. 
So then Joe's like, well, you are lying. That's a lie. Fellas, let's teach him. Now he teach, him teach him all, all the way. way. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, shit. You know yeah. what that means. You know what that means. So while they beating up on Daryl, that child molester done got dragged Carl out the car. Out the car. Got a knife to his little throat. Then he going to throw Carl down on the ground. Ugh. And it's just at this point, yes, he is. He's taunting him. At this point, Rick, well, before that happened, well, before that happened, Joe had Rick by the back of the neck, had the knife up, the gun up to his head. To the Rick, head. they just focused on Rick's face, which I thought this was a good scene. Mm-hmm. Rick headbutts him, but at the time I'm thinking. Well, not yet, because what Joe says is, I wrote it down, he says, yeah, he's got that knife out, uh, uh, gun oh, you're up, right. up side his head. And Joe says, first of all, yeah, you're right. first we'll beat Daryl to death, then we'll have the girl, then the boy, then we'll shoot you last, and we'll be fair and square. Yep. yep. You damn redneck. Nasty. Oh, hell no. Yep, you're right. That's what does it for Rick. Yeah. And then, That's what wait, does it. And then that nasty motherfucker throws Carl on the ground. On the ground. And says, stop squirming. Stop squirming. Stop squirming. Oh, I, I was, wait, when I, I, ooh, I was yelling at my TV. Yes. Woo. And when, I think the I Rick, was yelling, do something, Rick, do something. When he said Woo. that shit to Rick, and then he saw Carl on the ground, that motherfucker on top of Carl, I, and they focused on his face. Oh, you yeah. You could see well, the crazy switch. Oh, click yeah. Off. Click. Click off in his mind, uh-huh. and he headbutt that motherfucker from the back. And at first, I was like, "What the hell did he just do?" Because the gun goes off, right? And, and then so you, it, 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 it kind of disorients him. Yeah. yeah, and it disoriented me because they had the ringing in the ears, and everything else got muted, and the uh-huh. sound kind of went down. And so they all start fighting. So, so the uh, Rick hits uh, Joe. Joe then turns around and hits Rick. Gets Rick all down on the damn ground and shit. Michonne tries to get uh, Tony. Tony's gun. But he slaps her down. He slaps her. Daryl's still getting his ass kicked by two or three of them fools. Mm-hmm. And Carl's trying to fight, but he, that dude's too fucking big. Now, well, not only that, but that dude done flipped Carl over on his stomach. Uh, and all you hear is that belt, belt buckle. Belt buckle. I, I said, oh shit! No, he ain't! No, he better not Fat, touch no Carl. Nasty, nasty motherfucker! Ooh! Oh, I was so upset. Oh, I was really mad. I was upset. And then Joe is getting the best of Rick. Yep, he is. And so then Joe grabs him like in a bear hug and says, okay, now let's see what you got. No, he's like, what you think you're going to do? Because Rick at this point had seen that that guy had was unbuckling his shit over Carl. Yeah. And he's like, what you going to do now? And he had him like in a bear hug facing him. Uh, yeah. uh, face to face. Rick. You would have thought he was the vampire. Or or a zombie. He took a chomp out of that fool's neck. And spits it out. And spits it out. And he he trod his jugular vein. Yeah, because he is bleeding. I mean, splurting bleed. Splurting. And the other rednecks, they were so shocked. They just everybody was shocked. Oh, Michonne bust into action. She grabbed that. She grabbed the gun and Tony's hand and made him shoot himself in the neck. Yeah, shot Tony in the head. Shot Tony. Then, then she, she shot sh- a couple of other ones. Yeah, she shot a couple of dudes that were Jacqueline Daryl. Daryl killed the other one. And the child molester. Yeah, child molester gets spooked and he grabs Carl up. 
which I'm like, oh, he's spooked now. Yeah. Now he's fucking spooked. He he grabs Carl up and puts the knife, knife to, his to his throat. throat. And by this point, Rick has um, Rick is gone. Rick is gone. Michonne's pointing the gun at him, and he's like, "I'll kill him. I'll kill him." And Rick turns around, pulls the knife from Joe because he's obviously stabbed him. Also, oh, he was. Didn't you hear me? It, it was yeah. like a psycho. You know, they well, go, that's e- a, e- 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 like that's a J was not like psycho. <laughs> yes, it was. He was. He was. But wait. So then. Was. He turns around with this crazy look, blood all over his fucking face, and he goes, "He's mine." Goes and over to that, backs yep, up. Hey. and that fat nasty motherfucker is scared at this point because he knows, okay, this bitch is crazy. Yeah, but you know what? You had to be crazy at that point. Oh, you had you, to be crazy. Anybody would have went fucking crazy uh-huh. at this point. So he goes over to this. Nasty motherfucker and stabs him real slow. Oh, and Daryl, multiple times. We forgot about Daryl. Daryl stomped the stomped the head of the one guy. Yeah, killed him. The dude is obviously dead, but Rick is still stabbing. He's still stabbing, just like in Psycho. Just stabbing, and Carl is watching. Michonne is watching. Daryl's watching, and they focus in on Carl's face, and he's yeah. got this crazy look on his face too. And I was like, oh, shit. We don't need any more crazy kids. I know. But he didn't, to me, he didn't look afraid He's or fucking anything. traumatized. Yeah, he's just traumatized because, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I felt so this, bad for Carl. But this scene was too much for me. Oh, I, it, was, it was something. I was hollering. It was great. It was good. It was good. I was hollering so much. I'm so glad that my neighbors aren't that close. I know. <laughs> Because I'm sure they would be like, what the fuck's going on in that house? <laughs> it was really, really good. I mean, I think everybody was yelling at their TVs. Oh, and Twitter was a crazy. Oh, and I, oh, I could, uh, I just kept yelling over and over, get him, 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 get the motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was yelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. And oh. then that's when we get. The next morning, it's daylight, and Rick is sitting by the side of the car, all bloody and shit. Yeah. Shaking. And Michonne yeah. and Carl are inside the car. That was so sweet. That was sweet. And, and, and she's and looking at him like, oh, She's kind of cradling him because he's, he's laying on her lap. Laying yeah, on her lap. lap. Yeah. And Carl just looks like he's dazed. Well, he's asleep at that point. He's, his well, eyes that's are closed. True. Yeah. His eyes are closed, but the look that she was giving him, like she was worried and I know. didn't know what to do, but kind of brushing his hair back from his face. I know. That was really cute. And then Daryl comes up. Yeah, because I was wondering, where the hell's Daryl? Yeah, that's what I thought. Where's Daryl? So he, he hands Rick a rag and, and some water to clean himself up, and, and Rick's like, I don't need it. He's like, uh, you can't see yourself, but he can. Yeah, meaning, yeah. You're going to freak Carl the fuck out mm-hmm. even more, you know? Mm, mm, mm. So, um, oh, yeah, this was good. So then he says, um, Daryl starts talking. To, he sits down next to Rick and he tells him, I didn't know who they, what they were. Well, yeah, he was trying to apologize. And, yeah. You know, Rick's trying to tell him, it's not on you. Yeah, he tells it's, Rick that he it's was not with, on you. Well, but he tells Rick that he was with Beth for a while. Mm-hmm. And Rick asks him if, if she's dead. And he's like, no, she's just gone. And after mm-hmm. that, they found him. And so he says, I knew they were bad, but but they had a code. It was a weird code, but they had one. Yeah. And he said that he, which I found interesting because I was wondering, too, why was he so damn slow 
to get over there. And he said that that night, or la- last night, that he was hanging back because he was going to leave. He was just going to leave. leave. But mm-hmm. he ended up staying. And then when he saw it was them, of mm-hmm. course, he had to stay. Mm-hmm. And so he, he tells Rick that he didn't know what he didn't know what they were capable of doing. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's when Rick tells them, that's not on you. Yeah, that's you, not on you. You know, you didn't do nothing. You didn't do this. You being back with us now is everything. Yeah, that was sweet. And then he tells Daryl that he's his brother. That was sweet. That was. Did you see Daryl's look? I know. Oh, I thought he was going to tear up, but he didn't. He's not going to tear up. But that was really, really meaningful to him, though. And 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 that I think that helped him, meaning Daryl. That helped Daryl, too. Because, you know, yeah, he had to kill him up, too. So then um, he looks at Rick and he says, what you did last night, anybody would have did that. And Rick says, no. uh, not that. <laughs> he says, no, not that. But I like that Daryl was trying to tell him, look. So, yeah, you know, but I understood, I understood what Rick was saying because yeah. Rick was trying to tell him. Yeah, but you know what? He said, yeah, that was me at the prison being the leader and stuff, <gasps> but this is me too. Right. He this said, is me. And, and that's what he was trying to say. He says, all of <gasps> this is me. He said, I can't pretend that it was just that that one little incident that, that sparked it. That's in yeah. essence what he's saying. He said, this is part of me. And yeah. I'm ready to embrace but wait, it. wait, he said, that's why I'm here now. And exactly. that's why Carl is, is here. here. I want to keep him safe. And that's all that matters. Exactly. So see, I I love it. Because that means we're not going to have no whiny Rick. I ain't the leader no more. <laughs> you know what? We're not going to have that no more. Uh, yes. He's going to be hardcore from now on. Yes. So and, and that's well, what I he's like. Accepting himself. Now. Exactly. He's accepting the fact that okay, look, I'm I'm a, I got all this training. I got guns and shit. I know how to use them. Everything. Hey, and we gonna have to get ruthless, just like we gonna have to get ruthless, just like them fucking rednecks. Yes. Yeah. And the governor and shit. And yeah. You know. I mean, that's the second group they that they had to deal with like that. Well, third, really. Third, yeah. The bar, the, those people in the bar. Renee, remember Renee from True yeah. Blood? So anyway, so. At this point, they show the car, and and uh, Carl's awake, and and Michonne's listening too yeah. to what he's saying. So mm-hmm. Carl's listening. So they continue. You know, he gets cleaned up, and they end up walking. You know, on their way to terminus, to terminus. down the tracks. And I was cracking up because the whole time they're walking, Michonne is side eyeing Rick. Side eye. Did you see that? Yes. And he finally he's like. Ask her, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. And he's are like, you okay? He's like, uh. <laughs> no. And then she said, are you okay? And he said, yeah. And he said. No, he said, okay, look. She, he <laughs> asked her if she's okay. She says, yes. And then she didn't say nothing. She just kept looking at him. And he said, I'm okay. And she says, yeah, I know. And he says, how you know? And she says, yeah, because, because I'm okay. Because I'm okay, too. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of a cute scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was letting him know, yeah, I've had to do that same kind of shit. Kind of shit. Thank and, you. And, you know, hey. Ain't nothing wrong with you. That, that, hey, we had to deal. do what we had to do to save Carl and ourselves. Exactly. Because this would have been ugly mm-hmm. if we wouldn't have mm-hmm. done something. Dang. Because I was going to kill him anyway. So you had to do something, even if it got you hurt. And see, this is what I like about Rick. Because Rick is in full Rick Mode. And that is they coming up on the terminus sign and Daryl with his hunting skills, he says, Hey, look, we getting close. We we probably only an hour away. And what does Rick say? He said, uh, 
let's go through the woods, cut through the woods. Yep. We ain't coming and right up on it on the on front. The front. Yep. Ooh, I like that. I like that too. I like that because we I, don't know who they are. Who they are? And, and I thought, now see, he's back. That's fucking he's smart. Working. He's yeah, working. Thank you. He's working. I like it. So they find a fence that leads well, up. To- well, first of all, he at uh, he's asking Carl. Do you want to come with me? No, this is after. So oh, they, they okay. find a fin- they they go through the woods and they finally come to the terminus fence. Fence, yeah. And they look out and it looks kind of deserted and clean and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, we're gonna spread out and, and we're gonna around. watch things for a while and then we'll figure out what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. So they all go to disperse and he asks Carl at that point, "You want to come with me?" And Carl's Carl. like, uh, "It's all right." He said, "That's okay," and he goes home. <laughs> He goes on with Michelle. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and I even tweeted, okay, Carl is freaked the hell out. <laughs> but you know what? But I don't think he was. I don't think based, he was freaked no, out. No, he wasn't based on later on. But at yeah. that moment, I was like, that's what I thought. I thought moment. he was freaking out. And so Michelle's trying to talk to Carl, you know. And so she's telling him the story. She says, uh, she, uh, did I ever tell you how Andre died? And I'm glad she told him so we would know. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. I tell you. See? Mm, mm, mm. She said that she was Ooh. on a run, came back from a run. They went to a refugee camp because uh, when yeah. all the shit started, her, the baby, the baby daddy, and, and his friend, and their friend. His friend, Terry, and uh, Mike is, is the baby daddy. Right. And so she said she went, she went on a run. When she came back, the fences when she were came down. Back, the fences were down. It was over. Mike and Terry were high when it happened, and they got bit. Mm-hmm. And she said that she could have stopped it and ki- or she could have stopped and killed them, but she wanted them to turn. So, so she, she let, let them, them turn, turn. And she says, "I made it so they couldn't bite or scratch and tie chains around their neck. It was sick." Mm-hmm. And she says, "I dragged them around with me so that I would always know." Yep. And then she found out that they kept her safe, that kind yeah. of camouflaged she her him, yeah, from the walkers. That's how she discovered that, see. And she but said, she this, said is the key, no, this is the key thing she said. She's like, they hid me from the walkers, and the walkers didn't see me anymore. I was just another monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... And the, then she says, I was. I was gone for a long time, but then Andrea brought me back. Mm-hmm. Your dad brought me back. You brought me back. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing how you've been looking at your daddy, and you don't have to be afraid of me or him. But he, he hey, he tells her, but see, I, I'm not afraid of y'all. Yeah. He's trying to tell him, my father thinks that I'm something that I'm not. And I'm not. Yeah, he says that. And I know, agree, too, because he, he says, uh, Rick told me the other day I was a good man. He said, well... He thinks I'm something that I'm not. He said, I'm a monster too. Right. And I'm see, just another monster. And see. Because okay. he, has, he has thoughts. He says. Right. I've, he says, I've tried, but I still have all these thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I'm not what my dad thinks I am. I'm just another monster too. Well, whatever that one flashback was where Herschel was telling Rick, well, Carl killed that boy. I was yelling at the TV. But that guy. That boy didn't put Something down his weapon. Jay. Excuse me. I mean, they don't never say that part, Herschel. You he know? could have shot the boy in the 
in the arm. Oh, hell no. I would have shot him shoot dead. in the head. Hey, I would have shot him in the head, too. See? Why not shoot him in the head? That's he what was. he was practicing. Hey, he'd been practicing for over a year shooting walkers in the head. Of course, that's going to be where he's going to shoot somebody. You're so awful, sister. No, Jay. I'm not. But anyway, but I did think of that, though. Yeah. But I liked Michonne's reaction because she didn't go, no, you're not, Carl. Mm-mm. You're not a monster. She just looked at him and hugged him. And hugged him. That was so And Rick cute. was looking on, though. Yeah, that was cute. Rick was looking on. So I did like that scene, though. But Rick looked sad, though, when he was looking at it. Though. Yeah. So Rick, um, at that point, he, he has found a little place. He's going to bury their bag of weapons. Well, he, he's going to bury the weapons they took off the rednecks. They got all them weapons for them rednecks. Well, but so they're going to bury the bag of weapons, mm-hmm. he said, just in case. Because mm-hmm. they don't need, you know, first of all, they don't want, they're going to keep that stash to themselves. Well, of course. In case they need to come back to it, which I feel like is going to happen mm-hmm. in the future. So anyway, so they take the little weapons they got and they climb the fence, which <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Y'all climbing that fence awful easy. It would have taken me a good five minutes to climb oh, that fence. <laughs> you don't climb nothing. Hey, they've been, sure the, they been out in the uh, surviving for two years. Yep. Y'all didn't scale a fence. Hey, if a big-ass dog was after my ass, I could <laughs> climb that. I'd be over that fence in two seconds. Uh, mm, mm, mm. So anyway, they end up going inside the this one building, the mm. back of this building. Yeah, it looked like a warehouse. Yeah. All of them look like warehouses. And this woman is sitting at this desk, and she's broadcasting the message that Bob and Daryl and them heard on the radio. Exactly. Terminus, sanctuary for all, community for all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they walk in, and Rick just kind of says, hey. And so she, she looks startled, and there's like a few other people mm-hmm. out there. And this guy comes up to him. Named Gareth. His name is Gareth, yep. And he's like, are you, gonna, are you here to rob us? And, and Rick's like, nope. Nope, we just wanted to see you before you saw us. Mm-hmm. And so then this Gareth guy goes, okay, well, this is usually done at the crossroads, but uh, welcome to Terminus. Yes. Yeah, see, I, even at that point, I yes. knew something wasn't right. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. No, Ooh. it's too clean, quiet, and everything else. Mm. And so, that woman sitting there broadcasting just rubbed me the wrong way. So mm-hmm. then Rick introduces all of them, mm-hmm. and the guy's... And the um, Gareth guy says, well, Alex is going to take you down to the welcome wagon in front of the building. Well, first they got it. But first, we yeah. need you to lay down your weapons. <laughs> we need to check them. And so I was like, oh, shit, here it go. Uh-huh. Here it go. That's what I thought at first, too. So they do, and they frisk him, which I was thinking, okay, why frisk him if you're going to let him have the weapons back? I think it was to give him a false sense of security. I think so. Yeah, like, oh, Let's check to see how how many weapons you got. So put all your shit down. Exactly. We're gonna frisk you to see if you have any more. Mm-hmm. That way we can keep tabs of what your shit what you got. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, so as the Alex guy is frisking him, he um, is frisking Daryl, and he's like, "Ooh, I'd hate to see the other guy looking at Daryl's bruises and shit." Mm-hmm. And Rick says, uh, "You would." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that too. Like, uh, don't get I like cute because uh, yeah. you look like that fool too. Oh lord! And so then he's frisking Carl, and he says, "Well, do they deserve it?" And Carl's like, "They sure did." Yes. No, Carl just said yes. But did you see Rick looking at him? Yes, he looked bothered by Carl saying that. Yeah, but you know what? Rick's gonna have to get over that Rick's shit. Got to get over that he's shit. He's got to okay? get over the shit that Carl is. If Carl a boy. ends up being
he is not a little boy. Thank you. In this in this instance, if Carl ends up being a little tweaked, oh well. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a zombie apocalypse. You can't help that. Exactly. <clears throat> so um Gareth tells him, Well, we're not those kind of people, but we're not stupid either. And mm-hmm. as long as you don't do anything, uh there won't be anything. Mm-hmm. So Don't the- start now, won't be nothing. <laughs> So they give them their weapons back, and the Alex guy leads them, you know, out the building. And around this point, Daryl's saying, "Well, he leads them to the front where Mary is." Right, but on the way, Daryl's asking him, "How long has this place been here?" Mm-hmm. And he says, "Well, almost since the beginning, when all the camps got overrun, people just started coming here, mm-hmm. you know." And so this is how we started Terminus. So they get to the the mm-hmm. grill, the grill, yeah. And Mary, she's freaky to me. Mm. She's freaky because she's like, oh, well, I heard you came in the back way. What Very was, smart. You're going to fit in. Freaky? Wait, you're going to fit in great here. Mm-hmm. But she's too fucking nice. It, yeah, well, yeah. But what was freaking me out, it just freaked me out, is when Rick got to eye spying all that. Thank you. Woo! Thank you. That freaked me well, wait, out. Wait, wait. I was slow because I was like, oh. what, the, what the fuck is he looking at? No, the bag, Bob's bag is the first thing I thought. Well, I, I thought, wait I, a minute, that's I, Bob's backpack. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it until he got to looking at the rag gear. I'm like, wait a minute, that looks like Glenn's rag gear. And then when he was looking. Maggie's poncho. Maggie had the poncho on. No, it was uh, Daryl's poncho. And then when when um, he saw that watch, that's when I was like, oh, shit. But at first, I didn't know what the hell he was looking at. So then when he starts looking around and this dude's handing them plates and first of all, I'm thinking, don't eat the fucking don't food. Don't eat that food, y'all. Because you might be eating your friends. Mm-hmm. When, he, when Rick just starts stalking over to the dude and knocks the plate out, I'm like, okay, good. He's going to knock the plate out. And he grabbed him so quick. He, grabs he him snatched him up so quick. Where'd you get this watch? And I say, yeah, that's that's Herschel's watch. Exactly. And it he was gave Herschel's. Glenn. Exactly. Ooh. Ooh. And I kept thinking, ooh, but please, that, don't that, let them be on the grill. But that poncho Maggie had on, one of those scenes where she was up in the guard tower at the prison garden, and she was it's, wearing that poncho. It's Daryl's, but anyway. But, but he okay. wasn't wearing it. Daryl just got there. Anyway. Oh, that's true. Uh, well, because Maggie was wearing it, but anyway. Or she had it in her possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing that I noticed first before he even, because I didn't even notice the poncho until the second time I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't want, notice But that I either. noticed Bob's bag. I, I said, that's his I didn't backpack. Notice, I didn't notice the bag. I saw, <clears throat> well, I noticed he was looking at a bag, but I didn't notice. And that riot gear. Right, the riot gear. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed first. And then when, when Rick said, where'd you get that watch? That's the first thing I thought. Once Rick had it in his hand, I thought, oh, that's Herschel's watch. Yep. Ooh. Exactly. Damn. But what I really liked about that scene, mm-hmm. it was so quick, too, mm-hmm. is that as soon as he did that, all the rest of them immediately got their weapons immediately. out. Immediately. And went back to back. Did back you to back. That? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Back to back. And I was like, and see, she got the Ooh, this is on. not going to end well, y'all. There's four of y'all. And there's not, I knew there was more people somewhere. See, watch. Yeah. He he snatches him up fast. Yeah, see, that watch did it. I mean, he was already spying that other shit. Yep. 
But we are, but yeah, it was going to be. Okay, so then we go to commercial, and I was like, damn! But before we get back to it, this Mm. is when they show a commercial about the new Transformers movie. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And wait a minute. I was rolling my eyes at first until I watched it a little bit and noticed who's in it. It ain't that little Shia LaBeouf crazy little (laughs) motherfucker. Who is it? Mark and Mark of the fucking match! Oh, Mark Wahlberg! Oh, I might watch it then. Thank you. That's what I said. (laughs) I went, oh, wait a minute now. Marky Mark's in it with those nice arms and those tight shirts. I'm going to be watching it. (laughs) Hey, hey, Mark Wahlberg is cute, though. He is really cute. Oh, oh, if I ever talked to him, I'd be like, look, I know you hate this question, but I have to ask you, when are you going to make another rap album? Because <laughs> I think he's he will be with forever known as Marky Mark to me. <laughs> <laughs> but that looks good. That movie looks really good. Well, I don't know nothing about the other movies, but I'm going to be watching it. So. Yeah, well, I'll watch it if he's in it. Yeah. Thank you. I yes. do like him. Yes, not that other like fool. Mm-hmm. The other fool is too crazy. Anyway, um, so back to The Walking Dead. <laughs> mm. <sighs> so we come so back. Alex is pleading with the guy yep. on the roof. Talking about, no, don't you shoot, skip the don't whole. Shoot. You skip the scene, of course, that you don't want to talk about. Which one? We come back to the prison flashback. Oh, shit. But this was interesting because we see Patrick, which I was like, oh, poor Patrick. You started this whole season off crazy, um, playing some with with some Legos. Mm. And Rick mentions that he thought Carl might like him. And then we see Carl ain't playing with no damn Legos. He's cleaning a gun gun on top of a coloring book, which I thought was kind of funny. And so this is the start of Rick, uh, Farmer Rick, because he's telling Carl... He's noticing the fact that Patrick's playing with the Legos and Carl's playing with the gun. So maybe I need to take my son and become a farmer now. So he tells mm-hmm. uh, Carl the same thing Herschel told him. You don't need your gun. It's just going to get in the way. Let's leave the gun here. And then we go back to the present. Mm. Present day. Go okay. ahead, it's Jay. Oh, Lord, I'm glad that's over with. Okay. Just so continue so on. Rick does snatched up Alex. And of course, the, the people on the roof with the little sharpshooters with their with their rifles, they materialize on the roof. So Alex is look at this one guy, and he's and he's, he's pleading with him, talking about no, 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 just wait a minute, I I, I got it taken care of, I got yeah, it taken care of, you yeah. know, don't shoot, don't shoot, you know. And then them. So he's asking Alex, "Where'd you get the watch again?" Mm-hmm. And he tells him, "We're not going to tell you anything until you let me go." And Rick's like, uh, "No, where'd you get the watch?" Mm-hmm. And he tells Rick he got it from a dead one. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" Mm-mm. So then Rick says, "Okay, so where'd you get the riot gear and the poncho?" Yeah. And at this point, Gareth is walking up behind him. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. That fool's too fucking quiet and sneaky. Mm-hmm. So, um, Gareth tells him that. Um, well, we got the uh, ride gear off a dead cop and the poncho off a clothesline. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, oh, hell. No. Nah. So then Gareth says, well, there's nothing left to say, really, since you don't trust us anymore. And he's like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And so Rick is asking him, well, where are my people? Mm-hmm. And I noticed that Gareth dude changed his arm motions. His hand went up and he had his fingers out. And all of a sudden he changes and goes, well... Um, you didn't answer the question and closes his 
fist, which obviously means start fucking shooting. Yeah, of course it does. So I was like, oh, hell no. Of course they got signals, you know. Uh, Mm, mm, So the mm. shooting commences. Somebody shoots Alex. Yep. Thank goodness Rick turned around real quick. Yep. Then they start running. And everybody on the roof starts shooting at them, but they're not shooting them, which I'm thinking, okay, how are they able to make it through all these bullets? Because they're herding them. Because they herding them. They herding them just like it. He explained a little snare to Carl and them. They herding them like a maze. Herding them where they want them to go. Where they want to go. And where they want them to go is toward the back of the um, complex where they got this boxcar train. But wait, did you notice on the way to, before they get to that, there is, you hear people going, help me, help me. Help me, help me. Yep. Yep. And there were like two different, on the second viewing, I noticed it. The first time I didn't. And there's people, uh, or excuse me, there's like two boxcars over there stacked on top of each other. Mm -hmm. So they then they go, but well, the thing I thought the most interesting was the memorial room they went in. Had all those candles and shit and all these people's names written just everywhere. That's the people they've been been eating. So they probably have some kind of ritual where they kid themselves into saying this person has dedicated their self to us uh, to sustain us. You know, some kind of ceremony or something where they had candles and and maybe a prayer for the person stuff and then they eat them. I don't know what that's for. I think that's probably what it is because otherwise... Why have all their names? See, we first always. Uh-huh. Yeah, never trust, never again. Mm-hmm. But did you also notice when they were running, there's this little fenced-in area that looked like it had leftover parts in it? Yeah. Like body parts? Yeah. Like little skulls and bones and yeah, shit. Yeah, like you know, bone yard. Just like when you eat some chicken and you discard them chicken bones in a pile. Well, you anyway, know? they finally heard them over to the end of the, where they're trying to get back to the fence, mm-hmm. and they see a whole bunch of people at the fence on the other side with guns mm-hmm. trained on them. So they have to stop. Yep. And so Gareth is telling them to drop their weapons, and of course, they looking like, what the fuck we gonna do? <laughs> Rick's looking around like, Ricky gonna have to drop your weapon at this point. Because, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean, they spare Jaws asses. Yeah, but they don't think they're gonna spare you for long. Oh Lord, this is a mess. So then Gareth is telling them once they drop their weapons, that one by one, go to the car on the left. Well, what he says is, leader, you turn to the left and walk to the box car. And Carl, uh, 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 Rick's trying to tell him, what about my son? He said, look, we can. You can either go do what I say, or we can kill the kid right now. Yep. But it, but if you do like I say, then he he'll be able to uh, join you. Yep. And so Rick, of course, acquiesces. So he, uh, but it was cracking me up when he said, "Leader, go to the box car." And then he says, "Then he says, um, what's he called? Uh, 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 Daryl Bowman. Bowman." And then when he gets to Michonne, he says, Samurai. "And Samurai." Go yeah. To the that was I true. was dying though. That was that was hilarious to me. Uh, and then he tells the kid, "I know it." I wasn't trusting this motherfucker. I know, but then he tells uh, uh, Carl that you know, he, no, he don't he tell Carl go. nothing. Yeah, Rick. They get to the car door of that train, the A train, and he says, "My son." Mm-hmm. And finally, he says, "Yeah, kid, go with him." Yeah, you can go, kid. 
So then he tells Rick, open up the door and go inside one by one. So the car's still walking. So I was kind of feeling like Rick, because Rick was like, I'll go in when my son goes in. Well, I was hoping that somebody wasn't going to snatch him at the last minute. Thank you. That's what I thought. See. Or shoot him or something. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought they would snatch him up. Yep. See. For leverage or you know, Ooh, some kind of shit. Man, I was Ooh, like... this was intense, oh, though. Gosh, what are they going to do? Oh, and the look Michonne gave him was like, you piece of shit. You motherfucker. <laughs> First of all, you're making me leave my katana. I know. And now, Carl. You know. And now, Carl. Anyway, so Rick and all them, they make it into the into the boxcar. And evidently, there's some people right there because that door goes shoot and it closes. As yeah, soon as Carl gets pretty in, quick. pretty quick. So there's some people, uh, you know, lurking around. So Rick is, you know, they're, they're in the boxcar and they hear some noise. So Rick looks around and here is Glenn and his group are in the same boxcar. So yep. Glenn's coming into the foreground Maggie, and, and all of them. Yep. And did you see Rick's face when he looked at Tara? Well, oh yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I thought oh, that yeah. he was going to say something about her, but he didn't. Well, not yet, but I bet he will. I don't know. Because he saw her. He saw her, but I don't really think he... Yeah, he do. Anyway. Anyway, so Rick So is, Maggie says... To me, Rick is looking at her with disgust. So Maggie says, you know, they're our friends and they help save us. Yep. And then Daryl says, now they're friends of ours. They're friends of ours, too. And then Abraham says, well, for her, for however long that is... And Rick says, no, they're going to feel pretty stupid when well, they find he, out. Well, before he says that, he says no. And then he pauses and they get another flashback oh, to the prison. Lord. And Rick's teaching Carl how to use a shovel. And his hat falls off and he tells Carl, hey, now we're going to have to get you a farming hat. So then it goes back to the prison because they're trying to say, look, that was Rick then, but this is Rick now. And he says, they're going to feel pretty stupid. Go ahead, Sister Jay. Well, go ahead. You're already saying. Well, he stops. And this is the thing I was laughing at, too. He's, he's saying all this shit with pauses. That's because he got to have room for the goddamn flashback. Sister J. Damn. But no, he says they're going to feel pretty stupid when they find out. And then he stops talking. And then the Abraham guy goes, find out what? And I'm, and then they flash to every person, in, or not everybody, but most of the people. Yeah. And even the show is looking at him like, what, fool? Spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that they're screwing with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And he's the crazy Rick. Yes, this is the crazy, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck, Rick. Mm-hmm. I will jack your shit up for fucking with my people. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, he got confidence, too, that all his people were safe and alive. All of them are there. Yeah. And he knows where Beth is. uh, Well, he knows she's gone. Yeah. Now, Beth is probably in there somewhere. But then again, it could be somebody else got her. That's a good point. That's a good point. They could have snatched her and put her in one of the other cars. Yeah, see. So or she could have got eight by now. Who knows? Or she she's somewhere else. I mean, somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um... Man, that episode was crazy. It was very good. See, it was very good. And I am now, you know, I was like, damn, now we got to wait a long ass time to get back to what the fuck's going on. Because obviously they don't put everybody in the crate. Mm -hmm. There's some people milling around. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they just make people feel like 
they're okay. And maybe the people milling around are their original people. I don't know. I would say the people milling around are their original group. Yep. And that everybody knew who comes, they just mm-hmm. throw into a And I think cage. maybe those that have, yeah, that they felt that they could maybe trust, they might eventually have let them into the group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, they, they eating the rest of them. Something. Because mm-hmm. that's so much, well, too much fucking They're obviously eating meat. them because, I mean, uh, yeah, that's a lot of meat on them plates. Yeah. That's people meat. <laughs> a people steak. A bath, bath burger. <laughs> Ooh, that's awful. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, so nasty. That, but that was a good episode. That was so good. I think that's one of the best finales we've ever had of The Walking Dead. Of The Walking Dead. Right, of The Walking Dead. But yes. not the best finale. No, no I'm saying The Walking Dead because mm-hmm. we're talking about The Walking Dead. Okay, y'all. Well, we have asked and y'all have delivered Feedback Palooza. Oh, this is going to be long ass. So, first of all, I'm going to start with our Facebook messages, which I just want to reiterate. These are very difficult for us to pull up. Reiterate that shit. (laughs) So, thank y'all for sending it. We're going to read it this time. Because y'all ain't getting it in. In the future, we probably won't read them because... They're a little bit more difficult to grab. Then y'all ain't getting a hint. Now, we done said it on two podcasts <laughs> how difficult it was to be reading the uh, damn messages on Facebook. What y'all do? Continue to send them on the Facebook. Okay. Okay. So, the anyway. first one, that, it's okay, but we just want to mm. tell them it's a little difficult. So, if we forget in the future, you know why. Yeah. You'll know um, why. So, the first one is from BJ. Hey, BJ. Hello again, sisters and the Sister Speak community. A good finale and a great season. But before I go into the episode, have you er- heard of Dock Street Bre- Brewing Company? Walker beer inspired by the show. Really? It would be a good adult beverage for Sister J next season. What's it called? Uh, Dock Street Brewing Company Walker beer inspired by... Are you saying by- Dock like D-O-C-K? Yeah, Dock D-O-C-K Street Brewing Company. Huh, I'm going to have to find that. It's made of American pale stout brewed with wheat, oats, flaked barley, and cranberry to make it red. Oh, huh. yeah. I forgot. It also has smoked goat brains. Oh, what? I don't know if that's real oh, You or know not. what? If that's real, you can have that shit. <laughs> that might be like the true blood, true blood that they made just to have something mm. that they could sell. Okay, he says, I noticed everyone is saying Maggie never talked about Beth this season. Mm-hmm. I agree that Maggie should also be looking for Beth, but she did mention her once. I couldn't find Beth, but I know Glenn got out in the direction he went, referring to the bus. It's on episode 10, Inmate. Now to the episode. It was nice to see Herschel back with his head intact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. But I was worried Michonne and Carl... Um, died at the end of the intro scene, Rick was all bloody and looks defeated. I know. Yes. The Claimer arc seemed rushed to me, but the action was so intense, I was okay with it. Oh, yeah, the claimed people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Proclaimers. I would prefer Daryl pretending not to know them and save them when he gets the opportunity. Joe should have listened to the podcast because he just got bit. <laughs> Oh my, Rick went walker mode on Joe, then turned to the guy who assaulted, Car- assaulted Carl and went Jody Arias on him with what a crazy scene. And that, and so, it, oh, excuse me. And so this, 
So this Rick going crazy train is back. Yep. Now you can tell Rick, Michonne, and Daryl are the leaders of their group because they are the smart ones when they reach Terminus. Yep. First they went to the woods to see what Terminus is about. They hid the, Then they hid the weapons just in case they need them. Then entering Terminus through the back instead of walking in at the front. That's right. See, that's smart. Yep. I mean, even though it didn't help, but still, it that was smart. It didn't help in the long run, but it was smart. I really liked how Rick was still observant and noticed the watch, but more importantly, slapped the food out of Carl before he could take a bite of I grill, know. <laughs> a bite of grilled Beth. That's did you best. guys notice a bunch of skeletons when they were running? Yes, I did. Yes. The final line of the episode was badass. They will feel pretty stupid when they find out mm-hmm. that they are screwing with the wrong people. Can't wait for next season when Carol and Tyrese bust them out of there. Mm-hmm. But back... Uh, excuse me, but I'm more excited for next week when Game of Thrones and my Masande comes back. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm still staking claim on Masande. Yeah. I'm also sending my Dim Thrones tagline, BJ. Thank you, BJ. Thank you, BJ. For that long-ass uh, message, girl. That's a long-ass uh, run. Guy. Uh, excuse me. It's a guy. Guy. Um, it, that is long-ass. It wasn't that long. But, yeah, um, I'm... I'm anxious to see all the characters on uh, Game of Thrones, but yeah, Masandra though, Masande, Masande, she is. I saw um, an article on her, or or a picture, or something on her, and she is really pretty. She is very like pretty. on one of those like Access Hollywood type uh, shows, websites, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, she's very pretty. And BJ, I definitely agree with you. I cannot wait till next season because I want to see this ass kicking that I know Rick is going to provide. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be for real. It's going to be, it's going to be live. You know what? And I was thinking too, because um, some people on Twitter were saying, "Where's um, Carol and where's Tyrese and oh, Judith?" They're coming. But I think they're coming, but they're going to be smart too because Carol's smart. Carol's smart, and she's probably going to peep out there some shit kicking off, mm-hmm. watching for a good day or two. You know, let's hope so. See some shit, and hopefully they'll be kind of help helping to get them out. You know, and it could be something. It could be something as simple as maybe. Obviously, there's other people there because because we heard people saying, "Help me, help me." Yep. So maybe like at gunpoint or something, they take them out and like make them do chores and stuff. I don't know. And therefore, maybe maybe Carol and them see them. I don't know. Who knows? I'm sh- anyway. We're speculating, but yeah. it's going to be interesting next season. Very interesting. Thank you, BJ. Thank you, BJ. Okay, and our next um, message from Facebook is from Carol. Hey, Carol. Hi, hope this finds you ladies and Sister Speak family blessed and at peace. Wanted to leave comments on the finale. OMG, I never thought they would go to some of the dark places they went to. I didn't understand the pure instinct of a parent doing anything to save their child and seeing those precious to you about to be tortured. One negative is that beyond the open segment, everything flowed as the comic and predictable. Hope the next season brings more consistency with the pace of episodes and not drag out Terminus. Oh, no, that's true. Hopefully they don't drag Terminus out like over the whole season. Well, first of all, what I got to say is not everybody reads the daggum comics. So, Jay. so uh, well, but I'm just saying, for a person who reads the comics, maybe that is their feeling, but I don't read the daggum comics, so the pacing was fine to me. 
Anyway, thank you so very much for your podcast and the forum you provide to join an interest community of, fan, of fans. Excuse me. P.S. Won't it be ironic if they use Carol to save them? The look on Rick's face. She saved his child and now him. Carol. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, Carol. For that uh, message. And yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting if no, that's the way they go. The interesting thing would be he banished her ass and then she's going to save him. Well, yeah. Yeah. We knew that. Uh, that's understood. We knew that's what you meant. And we'll just have to see if that's the way the writers are going to do it. That would I be, don't know. I think that would be the only thing that could happen because otherwise, I don't know how the hell they're going to get out of this. There's too many of those people. <laughs> yeah. They've got to have some element of surprise to come up on them. But... Um, my one thing I do agree with is I hope, and I was thinking about this too, They, like you said, I hope they don't string this Terminus shit out over the full 16 episodes or however long they're going to have next season. What you bet they will. I'm sure they'll drag it out for at least till the hiatus, mm-hmm. which is okay, but not the whole 16 well, episodes. Yeah, anyway. hopefully not. All right, well, thank you, Carol. Thank you, Carol. All right, and so then our other feedback, let's see. Let's start with... Um, Oh, we get it. We have a voicemail from Mike. Oh, hey. Hi, ladies. I told you I would send you a few words and a tagline. Hope I hope it is in time for your show. And actually, I think this uh, Mike sent this last week, mm-hmm. um, right after we posted our podcast. So, okay. Let me play that now. Cool. Hey, Sister J and Sister K, this is Mike from the Midnight Jury Podcast out of Philadelphia, and I just want to let you guys know that my Walking Dead experience will never be the same now that I found you ladies. I haven't found a podcast, whether it be about The Walking Dead or anything else that I love, that'll make me laugh like you guys, whether you're talking about the trick hose or just making fun of one of the characters or whatever you're doing. You guys get me laughing, and that's all I want out of a podcast. You have a new, loyal, long-time listener. I will be listening until you guys stop. And keep up the good work. Keep up everything you're doing. Keep making me laugh. And if I have anything to say pertaining to the show uh, and I want to make a comment, I promise I will be giving you ladies a call. And I also have a tagline for you for the beginning of your show, since your show is my new favorite show. And here it goes. This is Mike from the Midnight Jury Podcast out of Philadelphia, and you are listening to the only two ladies that I would ever want to get caught in the zombie apocalypse with, and that's Sister J and Sister K with Sister Speak, the Walking Dead Podcast. And remember, people, don't get bit. Just look at the flowers. Oh, mate, that is awesome. We love it. Thank you so oh, much, Mike. That is awesome. That is awesome. That's like our own little private commercial. I know. Wow, your voice is nice, too. Yes, and he has a Midnight Jury podcast. Wow. So apparently it's 80s and 90s pro wrestling, horror, and pop culture conversation. Wow. I'm going to have to go check that out. Yeah, we're going to check that out. Thank you so much, Mike. We appreciate it so much. And I'm glad you think we funny. Because we be saying some shit. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to go check out your, your podcast now. Oh, thank you so thank much, you, Mike. Mike. Oh, we love the tagline. I hope you follow us on to Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. You will love Game of Thrones. Or True Blood. And True Blood. Yeah. Because we do Blood. True Blood, too. Yes. All right. Thank, thank you, you, Mike. Mike. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Our next uh, piece of feedback is from Tamara. Hey, Tamara. 
Hey sisters, I've just started listening to last week's episode and had to pause it to send this quick email. I'm only 20 minutes in and I'm worried about y'all. <laughs> Who is in charge of the HR department over there at Sister Speak? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, it's getting kind of heated on this podcast and with it only being the two of you, I'd hate to see one of you get a, su- a suspension. <laughs> Laugh out loud. It's obvious that y'all are good friends by the way y'all cuss and yell at each other. And then just laugh and keep it moving. Love it. Tamara. <laughs> Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, Tamara. Oh, that's because, you know, we don't, we don't take ourselves that seriously, you know. Cause, you do. Because she's always wrong anyway. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, you didn't. Tamara, I gotta deal with. See? Okay. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, Tamara. <laughs> okay, our next email is from, looks like it's from Webster. Hey, Webster. Hey, Webster. So, Sister K, I don't know what your wine selection was, but we all know Rick was enjoying a fine Chianti with some fava beans. <laughs> I think you mean Sister J. Uh, yeah. Sister Jay's the one who drinks the wine. Yeah. I'm the wine drinker. <laughs> Seriously, has he been filing his teeth or something? <laughs> yeah. How did he just bite through the man's jugular like that? Ooh, he did. I think it's safe to say he's redeemed himself this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I was kind of wondering that too, but I figured, you know, if you bite hard enough, you could probably oh, get yeah. through his skin and I everything mean, else. And, 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 and think about it. I mean, if your adrenaline is going... That yeah. fast, I mean, because he knows they're going to kill him and his son. Your adrenaline's going that. Uh, yeah, Ooh. Ooh. I bet I could. I, don't even think I about bet it. I could bite through somebody's neck. Ugh. <laughs> In a minute. Okay, he says since we're talking about Lecter, I'll just go ahead and say again that he was my favorite person this ep- episode. He means Rick. <laughs> I would have done. Lecter, I would have done it. the same thing. Me too. Uh huh. Is it just me, or did anyone else feel that the man was going to molest Carl? Oh, absolutely! Yes, he was, he was unbuckling rape. his belt buckle! He was going to rape him. He was going to rape that little boy. I was mortified, mostly by how terrified Carl was. I know. Yes. I felt so bad yes. for Carl. I didn't expect them to take out the prospector so soon. Meaning, um, I think the proclaimers. Yeah. But I'm glad they did. They had to. They had to. Them fools. They had to. We're about to get all of them. Mm-hmm. Now on to Terminus. It was clever of them to go in through the back entrance, but they clearly raised suspicions. Oh, you don't trust us? Yeah. I think that's going to be a big deal with this new group, especially given that shrine we saw. Yeah. Anyways, my suspicions are equally peaked, were equally peaked as soon as I saw the riot gear. My heart was initially excuse me, initially racing as I walked out into the main courtyard as I was hoping Rick would see the others, Judith, sitting there. But my heart sank as I honed in on that riot gear. Yeah. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I know it. It's obvious these Terminus people know just what to do in such a situation as they had a wonderful plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, how did Rick and the others not realize that the gunfire was leading them into a trap? I know. I hope they remember this strategy. I think they did realize that once they got to that room, yeah, because uh, Rick, somebody said they're they're shooting at our feet or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one of them said it. Uh, Michonne mentioned something like they're not even shooting at us; they're shooting at our feet or something like yeah. that. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Also, if you expect some of the others from the prison are there, why would you run past a rail car full of people screaming for help without checking? Because they were shooting at your ass? <laughs> yeah, because they were shooting at them. They were shooting. I think that's why they I did mean, it. I mean, it didn't register immediately that they were just shooting at their feet. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, yeah. I think that's why they were running. Yeah. All, um, thankfully, they all ended up in the same place at the end of it all. Though I wish Judith, Carol, and Tyrese were there. No. It's going to be messy with... I, I'm glad they weren't. I'm glad they're not. It's going to be messy with their arrival. I think we may see the latter group end up at Terminus and possibly eating one of the other group members. Mm. God help Judith. Mm. I will say that I'm very satisfied with how they left this episode. I don't think the people are cannibals, and they are not quote-unquote bad people either. They have a chance to kill them, but they didn't. Hmm. Then again, you don't want to spoil your food, right? Exactly. No, I think they're sacrificing people to the walkers as a kind of atonement to God. There's something in that shrine and bone pit. Oh, well, that's an interesting thought. That's an interesting thought, but they're cannibals. Where are they getting all that fucking food? Yeah, uh, uh, that's meat. Yeah, they're eating people. It's people meat. I wonder (laughs) if they're eating the the walkers. Hell no, you can't eat no walker. I I don't think so. That meat was like pinked up cooked meat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Walker meat would have been gray and shit. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to end my email here as I could go on and on. Thanks, sisters. It's been a great season. P.S. My mom has recently begun watching The Walking Dead. Well, she watched all of season four this weekend since AMC had it on a marathon. Cool. She's convinced the people at Terminus are cannibals. Yep. She and my younger sister are still in the living room arguing about it. Laugh out loud. <laughs> hey, hey, well, thank you, Webster, for that email. And tell your mama she is correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are cannibals. I think so, too. Uh-huh. I really do at this point. And we've had so many people tell us that that's yep. probably what it is, too. So, Thank you, Webster. Thank you. Awesome email. Okay, our next email is from Joanne. Hey, Joanne. From NYC. Hey, New York Joanne. New York City Joanne, because we <laughs> have an upstate. Oh, that's New right. Joanne. New York City Joanne. Hi, sisters. Especially a, a special hello to upstate and now Detroit. Yeah, oh, Joanne. Yeah. To the other Joanne. Hey, cool. So now that I've sneaked out of my room after having been sent there without supper... I want to share my two bits on the finale. Woo-hoo. <laughs> All I got to say is Baby Judith is definitely not safe. Can you say Baby Veal? Oh! Oh! Ooh, that'd be, oh! that'd be terrible. But she is right. Veal's is a baby right. cow. I won't eat that. I don't, I don't think I can eat I never that. eat veal. Mm-mm. I'm never, mm-mm. I hope that Carol and Tyrese heard the shots and stay far away. Unfortunately, I do think that sweet... Uh, that was Sweet Beth on the barbecue. Yeah, which I our think so. heroes almost um, ate. I think so. Well, we finally got our friend reunion, but under an unfriendly manner. Yeah, loved Rick calling Daryl his brother. Mm-hmm. Shocked after Rick ripped Joe's throat. Excited to see Rick fight back. And was that nasty fat ass playing to rape <laughs> our little man Carl? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Nasty asshole, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Didn't take long for us to see that real dark side of Terminus. Mm-hmm. Very impressed when Rick quickly put all the clues of watch gear and poncho together. Yep. Very true detective of him. But how the heck are writers going to let our heroes escape and make it believable? 
There are so many armed bad guys. Yeah, so that's gonna yeah. be the, that's gonna be the trick of it. Yeah. Also, do you think HBO Game of Thrones knew it would be a very bad idea to overlap their season premiere with the Walking Dead finale on the same weekend? Hell yeah! Yeah. I'm glad we fans didn't have to choose. Yeah. I am too. Because, yeah, I mean, because that would have been stupid. Yep, they were smart to do that. Yeah, they were very they smart, were smart to do that. They were smart to go back a week. Mm-hmm. Talk to you ladies next week for our Tyrion Khaleesi ghost reunion. Yay! Yay! Never too soon for dragons. Hugs, yeah. Joanne from NYC. Thank you, New York City, Joanne. Thank you, that Joanne. Is, uh, that was a very good email. And yeah, I'm anxious to uh, get on with Game of Thrones too. Yeah, yeah. But oh. this was this was a very good finale. This is this was awesome. It was very good. It was very good. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. I'm excited though for next time. Me too. Okay, and our next email is from Tia Maria. Hey, Tia Maria. Hey, Sister K and Sister J, my favorite two podcasters. Yay. I loved the finale. Over the years, I have not been a big fan of Rick because I hated the waffling and his silly decisions. Yeah. However, I was so happy that he finally embraced his bad adness. As Me too. His bad asness. <laughs> as the scene with the claimers was unfolding, I had to cover my mouth from, to keep from screaming. <laughs> I was hollering. I was hollering. I was hollering. And I couldn't believe how last week I kind of liked Joe. His group. <laughs> I know. He, he tricked us. I know. Maria. He tricked us. He tricked us. His group really was a bunch of monsters. Yeah. I was scared during that entire scene because I just didn't know how they were going to get out of that mess. Mm -hmm. I really thought that any of them could have died. I was shocked and amazed that Rick just bit Joe like a zombie would. (laughs) It was brilliant and put the whole new spin on Just Get Bit. I know. It sure does. It does. In addition to the action in this episode, I really liked the tender scene between Carl and Michonne, as well as the one between Rick and Daryl. Yes. Everything in this episode worked for me. I also liked the way Rick's group entered Terminus covertly, which Mm -hmm. is what we thought Glenn's team should have done last week. Exactly. Then just walk on up in there. Yep. They was just too confident. Mm -hmm. I appreciate how Rick was in control, and he knows there is no going back, no trying to play the farmer. No trying to survive without violence. No more being soft. So although they are in another bad situation, his ending line was so perfect. Yeah. They've screwed with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's exactly what I think when anyone dares to give a sister a one-star review on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Maria. They don't fuck with the, the wrong, wrong people. people. <laughs> Correction. I'm actually thinking what Andrew Lincoln said he really wanted the last line to be. They fucked with the wrong Exactly. Exactly. Because that's the way it is. uh, He said that's the way it was originally written. Yeah, but I can't say that on AMC. They can't say that on on AMC. Thanks for another season of wonderful Walking Dead podcasts. You two and your listeners are just the best. I look forward to hearing you and the Sister Speak family on your Game of Thrones podcast. Yay! Cheers, Tia Maria. P.S. I was so hyped at the end of at the end that I almost overlooked the fact that Tyrese, Carol, Baby Judith, and Beth were not there in the train. I wonder where they are and what's going to happen next season. I think it's going to be wild. Mm-hmm. P.S.S. <laughs> My puppy is a mix of Bichon and. Shih Tzu. I think it's Shih Tzu. Aww. It's known as the teddy bear or Shishan breed. 
Chichandra. Aww. Well, that puppy was damn cute. Oh, no wonder so it was so cute. fluffy. I know. Because, you know, those Bichons are real fluffy. Yeah, they are. So that's where that's where the puppy gets the white from, the Bichon, I bet you. Probably. And yeah. the Shih Tzu. Uh-huh. So cute. Well, thank you, Tia Maria. Thank you, Tia Maria. Aw. Yeah. That's love, a cute little puppy. I love the puppy pics. Mm-hmm. Puppy pics. <laughs> <laughs> and we are looking forward to you riding in for Game of Thrones. Yes. Wait. Yes. Wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. All right. Our next email is from Texas Lutus. Hey, Texas Lutus. Hello, sisters. Wow. What a great finale for The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. My favorite for the series so far. It had great action, heart, and suspense. Everything was top-notch. I was tense the whole episode. Yes. Me too. I have to give Scott Gimple some credit for getting me to care about what happens to our favorite characters again. He was the um, executive producer that was on The Talking Dead. Mm -hmm. I have to admit, I got a little misty when Rick told Daryl that he was his brother. Mm -hmm. And when Michonne and Carl hugged it out in the woods outside of Terminus. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they took the time to show just how close this group really is. Yeah. I think I would have liked to have seen an embrace for Glenn, Maggie, Sasha, and Bob at the end. But I'm sure they didn't want to jump moods because Rick was feeling heated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we can hug later. Hey. Terminus don't know who they're messing with. What kind of cannibals would cook you and meat on the grill, but can't be bothered to throw out the bones? Mm. Did you see the pile of bloody bones that Rick and his group passed when they were running through Terminus? Yep. We sure did. That I was mean, so nasty. And, and uh, believe me, that's because they're eating those people. Season premiere needs to come out with a bang in October. I also want to say the director for this episode is quickly becoming one of my favorite TV directors. Michelle McLe- McLaren. Also directed Pretty Much Dead Already and Guts for, t- and Guts for The Walking Dead. Hmm. Guts being the second episode ever of The Walking Dead when Rick meets Glenn and the rest of the group. And um, Pretty Much Dead Already being the one about Merle dying. Uh. She is also a director on Game of Thrones and, ba- and Breaking Bad. Hmm. I want her to become a regular director for The Walking Dead and continue the guest work, excuse me, and continue the great work she has done for a series that I really enjoy. Yeah, now she did a good job. Hmm. It'll be a long six to seven months before The Walking Dead comes back, but at least Them Thrones will be here next week to make us forget for a while. Yep. Looking forward to listening to your podcast for that. Texas Lutus. Thank you, Texas Lutus. Thank you, Texas Lutus. And, and every time I get uh uh Hear your name, Texas Lutus. I miss Andy Whitfield and Sparty Gus all over again. Dang. I know. I miss that whole series, but, you know, it's over. I need to go back. It's on my list of things to go watch. uh, I I watched every single episode of Sparty Gus. I never watched the final final season, so I need to go back and watch that. It was great. It was so great. Yeah. Anyway. Thank thank you. Thank you, Texas Lutus. Okay, our next email is from Isle Girl. Hey, Isle Girl. Hi, sisters, J and K. I've been lurking on the podcast for a while, (laughs) but I finally decided to send an email. Cool. You guys are so much fun and the only podcast that's made me laugh out loud while listening on my headphones. (laughs) Here are my main points on this season finale, which I really enjoyed. Glad they didn't drag out Rick's capture by the Duck Dynasty guys. Laugh out loud. was on when they tried to molest Carl. I know. That's one button you don't want to push with Rick. Mm-mm. 
I love all the backstory on Michonne, her child's death, and the origin of her original pets. Yep. And how she discovered the camouflage they provide, Mm -hmm. finally. Great combo between Daryl and Rick. You can see how happy and relieved Daryl was to be a part of this group again. I know. No disrespect, but Daryl is a follower, not a natural leader, and that's okay. Yep. He's most comfortable being in a group with a clear leader and structure. I I agree with that. I don't know if it's so much the leader part. I agree. But with I that. think he doesn't like the fact of being alone. No, I think I think uh, uh, she has a point, and that's because when he was talking to Beth about his backstory, he followed Merle. Everything true. Merle that's did. True. So, that's yeah, true. I think that's spot on. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good uh, good observation. I hate when Rick asked Daryl about Beth, and he says she's lost. What the fuck? Why can't he just tell him that she's been taken by someone and he doesn't know who or whether she's dead or not? I know. I wondered that, too. That is a good point. I wondered that. This is such a soap opera answer that keeps the confusion going and generates cheap suspense. <laughs> I would rate this finale behind the destruction of the farm in season two as my favorites. Well, until the fall and the dead walk again, long live the Rictatorship 2.0. <laughs> Isle girl. P.S. I call dibs as your first listener. From St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. Woo! Nice, Isle nice, Girl. Isle Girl, wow. So now we know who we can stay with if we ever go to the Virgin, <laughs> Virgin Islands. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, no. We're not going because you got to either fly or take a boat. Oh, I can take a boat. I ain't flying. I'm not taking a boat. I don't swim. I don't go in water. Well, those cruise ships, you don't need to swim. Hey. Mm. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, you Isla Girl. are just handling all the stereotypes that black people don't swim. <laughs> hey, you know what? I swim, y'all. So mm. there are some black people who swim. Yeah, well, tell that to the producers of Survivor. <laughs> they always oh, pick some black they do people that, on that don't, purpose. don't swim. They or do uh, the Amazing Race. They do that on purpose, mm-hmm. though. That's my problem with them. They do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Isla Girl. Thank you, Isla Girl. And you know what? You are probably the first from St. Croix. We do have another listener from... Uh, Jamaica or the no, she's from the Bahamas. Ooh. So, um, yeah, uh, I can't remember. I think it's Nisi Joe. Hmm. I could be wrong, y'all. My memory is spotty about who's from where, but <laughs> anyway, so yes, I think you are the first one, Isle Girl. Thank you for Welcome. writing in for Welcome the first to time. The family. Yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, y'all. Long as alert. <laughs> uh oh. All right. Come on with it, Aaron. It's really not that long, Aaron. Okay. This week's finale episode was Buckwild in a good way. Yep. I found this finale to be one of the best of episodes this season. Mm-hmm. We finally got another Carl Michonne Rick centric episode about time. Yeah. So I, agree. I knew we were in for a wild ride. When Joe and his redneck posse ambushed our favorite trio, I knew things were going to get rough. Some parts of that scene were tough to watch, Mm -hmm. but when Rick headbutted Joe and the camera started to blur and move around, I knew Rick was in kill mode. (laughs) Yeah, no really. No really. Yeah. Rick was on some next level shit. Mm -hmm. First, he went walker mode on Joe and bit his neck. Then he stabbed the absolute mess out of the other fool. Mm -hmm. We know that Rick is willing to do anything to save Carl. I think this is why we were shown some of those pointless scenes back at the prison to underline the fact that no matter where you go in the apocalypse, you're never really safe and trying to provide a peaceful environment is nearly impossible. Yeah. Yep. I can see that now, but it was still annoying to me. And I think it was also to show 
Okay, Rick bought into that farmer Rick back then. Yeah. Because he was trying to preserve Carl's innocence and childhood. Mm -hmm. But that, I think they also showed it to show us, okay, Rick's through with that shit now. He's through with it. It's gone. It's all the way gone. It's gone. That part of Rick is gone. It's gone. He knows it. He had to mourn it. Mm -hmm. And he did. And now it's gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I must say that I really love the scenes between Daryl and Rick. Rick helped Daryl realize he was not to blame. And also he has a real family to lean on. Yep. My faves were Michonne and Carl. They are both very similar people with a lot of emotional baggage. Mm -hmm. I find them really compelling when they have scenes together. I do too. I love their scenes together. Mm -hmm. When they rolled up on Terminus, everybody knew some ish was about to kick off. (laughs) And it did. They were smart enough to sneak up on the joint, and Rick was clever to hide the weapons. Mm -hmm. They're going to need those in season five. (laughs) Yeah, we know that. That whack-ass dude, Gareth, was already annoying me as soon as I saw him and his geek squad. There you go. There, see, that's what I'm saying. Yep. He was weird from Jump Street. That damn woman cooking was trying to serve us some damn fake smile, <laughs> side-braided pony realness with a side of fries when she handed over the plates. Mm-hmm. But that shit got swatted away quick by Rick. Mm-hmm. Laugh out loud. No cookbook deal for her. Side-eye and full hair flipped to her and the other clowns at Terminus. Mm-hmm. Some kind of cultish activity or something is going on at that place because with all the firepower, nobody got shot. Not one. They didn't want to spoil their meal. <laughs> <laughs> the candles in that room were not just there for mood lighting. And I don't know if that girl grill is being used more for, is being used for more than barbecue chicken and roasted corn. Mm-hmm. But Rick was right. Crazy is a loose term. For what him and the group might do to the nitwits at Terminus if given the chance. Yep. A few lingering questions that will hopefully be solved in season five. Where the hell is Beth? In the barbecue? Yep. I don't think she is. Why does Maggie not care about Beth? Laugh out loud joking. Thank you. What the world are Tyrese and Carol going to do when they roll up to Terminus with a baby? Will they sneak through the woods and find the weapons? When are they going to show a scene of Sasha saying, I told you show... Told you so to Bob and Maggie. <laughs> I mean, really? For real. She probably already said it. How are they going to get out of the boxcar from hell? Is it, time for Rick's crea- is it time for Rick's creative thinking to kick in soon? Anyway, thanks for a great season, sisters. <laughs> Catch you at Thrones next week. Yep. Joanne from North Carolina. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you. From North Carolina. Oh, oh North, North say, Carolina. Did I say Joanne? Yeah. It's Aaron. I'm sorry. Oh, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron from North Carolina. Sorry about that. Yeah. Come to think of it, yeah, because we got two New Yorks and a Detroit Joanne. Right. I thought okay. I said Aaron, but anyway. Okay. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. And that wasn't that long. It wasn't that bad. Mm-mm. No. It wasn't that bad. You had some good points in there. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to all those questions being answered. Yeah. But I know we're not going to get the first episode, so we just need to be prepared. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, uh, all those people with Gareth, I mean, they was acting funny from the, from the get-go. Yeah. They was mm-hmm. all looking around. Uh-huh. He was too damn calm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you, Aaron. Okay, our next email is from Brother Ray. Hey, Brother Ray. Hey, sisters. Brother Ray here. Well, all I can say is that it seems like most people on Twitter love this episode. Yep. I have to admit, it was a lot better than last year's finale, but it was still just okay. Who knows? Maybe it was just the mood I was in, but little things bothered me. So let's get started. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. One. Carol popped little crazy Lydia. 
excuse me, Carol popped little crazy Lizzie in the back of the head, shed a tear, and kept stepping. So tell me why did Rick get all cray-cray after having to kill someone who was about to rape both Michonne and Carl? Those mofos deserve every bit of it. (laughs) While I'm at it, the scene with Carl almost about to get raped was a little too much for me. (laughs) With that, I know. That was was, a little much. it It was bad. With that said, I loved all the dialogue between Michonne, Carl, Rick, and Daryl. Loved them all together. Yep. You have a point, Brother Ray, because, yeah, Carol, but Carol knew little Yeah, Lizzie. but I, I disagree, though. I disagree. Uh, if you're trying to say, you know, she just wasn't too emotional about it. No, no. She he's, was. He's saying she's emotional, but why is Rick getting all crazy after killing people because, who are about to hurt but Rick is not. I don't believe Rick was crazy for killing those rednecks. I don't believe he... He he thought no, two cents about it. You're missing it. That's the point. Mm. He did think about it because he says, why is Crick going all cray-cray after having to kill someone who was about to rape both Michonne and Carl? I think he was... Him sitting to the side of the car looking right. crazy. I think he was looking crazy because of Carl and what almost happened to Carl. Because that's never... Carl's never been the target before. Ever. I think he was looking crazy because... he. Be- I don't think he cared one way or another. Because he was... I think he... I think he was looking like that because he bit someone's throat out. Exactly. And I think he's thinking, okay, my shit is really gone to the dark side now. <laughs> and I'm just going to yeah. have to embrace it because this is it. <coughs> this is who I am. <coughs> because unlike Carol, Rick has been trying to lie to himself. For, uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's the problem. Yeah, like, I'm a farmer. I got to put down my gun. I'm I, not I the want, leader. Right, I, I want Carl to have a childhood. Oh, it's a zombie apocalypse. Get over it, fool. Yep, yep. You know, so, yeah. So, I think that's the explanation right there. I don't see that as a contradiction at all. But anyway. Number two. I was thinking how smart was it to go around and come in the side entrance of Terminus, but I was screaming when they just walked right on in anyway. Yeah. What was the purpose? Might as well um, gone through the front door. <laughs> also, it was cool he went ahead and buried the guns, but mm-hmm. Daryl should have stayed behind until it was safe. He could have been out there popping those crazy terminus people from the woods. <laughs> now that's that, a good. Now that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yep, leave one of them out there just leave in case some shit there. kicks off. Yeah. Number three, how crazy was it for that lady at terminus to be reading from a from a script? Repeating the same damn thing over and over again. Because she was luring people there. That was too strange. No. You would have thought by now she could recite it without looking at a piece of paper. But you know what? She was looking at a map, it looked like. Well, and also, they probably take turns. True. Because if I recall, when Bob and them heard a person on the radio, wasn't that a man? I don't know if it was a man or a woman. I can't remember. I actually thought that she was looking at a map because it looked like she had like a MAPSCO or some kind of map in front of her. I and like they see. were trying different frequencies. I don't know. I, I didn't even pay attention to, to her. I was looking at But yeah, it does seem like people. she would be able to say it without looking at paper. Uh, number four. Why the hell did Michonne say she was out on a run while her boyfriend and his best friend were getting high at camp? I just screamed out loud. Here we go again. Depict the brothers as drunks or getting high. Just damn. Okay, that's my rant. Bottom line is, hell, I can't wait for next season already. I will end this email with my completed homework assignment. Laugh out loud. I've attached my tagline for Game of Thrones. So ready for them thrones. Ooh, yeah. 
Also, I appreciate your hard work and thank you for an enjoyable podcast. Brother Ray. Thank you, Brother Ray. Thank you, Brother Ray. And we are going to save all of our Game of Thrones taglines for next week's podcast. Yay! So you guys be sure to stay tuned and get those in. And as far as Michonne going out on the run and and her boyfriend and his friend were back at the camp. Well, I mean, it it could be as simple as, as with any group, they all break into groups. So they have men and women, and it would just happen to be her turn. I mean, you know, I didn't take it like they were trying to depict the brothers as weaker. Well, I will say that if we pay attention to the episode where we had the flashback with the with the with her son mm-hmm. and them, they are both debating why do we even bother going on? Why are we even fighting for anything right exactly. now? Exactly. And Michelle's one saying we have to. Yeah. This is what we have to do. And so basically, I felt like that scene, she was, trying, um, she was saying that she didn't give up. They were giving up. Right. But they weren't wanting to fight anymore. The world's gone to hell. Nothing's going to go right. There's no way we can survive. So we're just going to sit back here. I think you're right. Smoke weed and just deal with it <laughs> that way. And I feel like that's what she's trying to say. Not so much that it's always got to be a brother. Yeah. But just that they weren't able to cope. And that was their way of handling everything. Exactly. That's what I think, too. So that's, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I'm sure that shit would happen (laughs) in a real zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Somebody's going to be like, well, you know what? We'll just sit here and The whole state of Colorado would be doing that. Sister (laughs) J. Hey, they just legalized pot. They had a kid jump out of a two-story window, kill himself. Why? After he got high on uh, on some marijuana. Oh, we'll see. In Colorado. Mm Mm-hmm. That's sad. That is sad, but you but know, I don't hey. think it's just because of that. He probably had other issues. No, he, he, he probably didn't think that the window was uh, he was that high up. Oh, yeah. I don't anyway. know. Look, don't just don't smoke. Period, y'all. That's right. <laughs> but you know what? Hey. Anyway, okay. Anywho. Thank you, brother Ray. Thank you, brother Ray. Can't wait to hear your tagline next week. Okay, our next email is from Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly. Sister J, my first thought after Rick took that guy's throat out was, Sister J has, uh, Sister J just has to forgive Rick now for banning Carol. <laughs> I do. I forgive him now. Cause he, because the hardcore Rick is back. Yep. So, yeah. My thoughts on Rick and Carol is this. Both Rick and Carol had to do horrible, savage things. Exactly. I think Rick will automatically forgive her and apologize for saying he would not have her around his kids. He understands now that she is family and a warrior like himself. Well, and especially when she come walking up in there with Judith. Thank you. you That's know, what's yeah. going to really do it. Yeah. The guy that tried to rape Carl deserves the serial killer gutting he got from Rick. Ooh, hell yeah. One more thing. When they have Carl singled out while Rick, Daryl, and Michonne are lined up at the boxcar... I felt a Schindler's List moment. Thank you. That is how the Nazis used to treat the Jews in the camps. Yep. I understand the terror Carl must have felt. And yes, I cried when Rick finally told Daryl that they are brothers. Yeah, I got a little misty. Mm -hmm. Daryl will fight harder than ever before to protect the group now. Mm -hmm. Purpose and love can be powerful. He was doing it even before he said, I, I think you're my brother. Thanks for reading this long-ass email, sisters. <laughs> this finale was a 10-star episode. Oh, and did you see the other boxcars with people yelling for help? Yes. Kimberly. 
Thank you, Thank Kimberly. you, Kimberly. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I mean, yes. So you ooh, don't know Lord. how many people they got up in there. Mm-hmm. But My only thing is this. What if somebody dies in one of those cars? Then all the rest of them going to be zombies. Yes, they are. So they need to. So that, that probably begs the idea that they do let them out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Check on things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Check on things. Make sure there ain't nobody sick. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. I'm sure they do. But see, they just do it, you know, under gunpoint. And I mean, they got guns and the other people don't. So, hey, Mm -hmm. anyway, but see, they don't know Rick. They don't know. They don't know Rick and them. Rick and them. They don't know who they effing with. (laughs) Okay. Our next email is from Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hi, sisters. I am a new listener, but I must say I am addicted to sister speak. Yay. Yay. Welcome, Sarah. Last weekend, I was listening to your show while taking a shower, and my sons, ages 9 and 14, overheard your conversation about the long-ass tunnel. They couldn't stop laughing and kept making up sentences all weekend that involved a long-ass tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope they weren't saying long-ass. Yeah, I hope they weren't cussing. (laughs) Ooh, Lord. I watched the season finale with my sister here in Portland, and we e- emailed our brother in Thailand at every commercial break. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That is cool. We were all breathless. I was so excited. It was so exciting and suspenseful. It was one of my all-time favorite episodes. Yeah, me, me, me too. too. Me too. Me too. I can't wait to hear your show on Thursday. Thank God you ladies have a Game of Thrones podcast, so I don't have to live without you for six months. <laughs> nope, you'll be right with us. And we got a true blood one coming up in, what, June, I guess. In June, yeah. yeah. Anywho, the second time I watched this episode, I noticed that Rick and the group ran past a cargo carrier while they were running from the gunfire. You could hear people yelling from, for help from inside. Yeah. Who is this group? Yeah. Will there be people we know in there? Mm. Is Beth in there? Or maybe Beth's on the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Rick's snacking on China Beach's neck was foreshadowing to what's on the menu in Terminus? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what's up with the people's names on the floor in the room full of candles? Oh, you know. That's know. people they done eat. I don't know if it's that or if it's one of their people, if it's their group whenever they die. I bet you it's the people that they have eaten. Oh, I don't know about that. There was a whole bunch of names all on the wall, on the floors, everywhere. Uh, She says, I gave some thought to why Rick kept flashing back to the good times at the prison when he was farming with his Christ-like friend Herschel. I think he wants to take over Terminus and make it another prison so the group can have those good times again. Oh. Why else would he flash back to those good times and then say the hipster and the lady from Star Trek were screwing with the wrong people? (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because, yeah, Mary was on Star Trek. That's what it was. That's what I remember her. What's Star Trek? Star Trek. She was on uh, a movie? I believe she was in Deep Space Nine. Oh, shit. Mm-mm. Or let's see, maybe it was the next generation. But yeah, she she was a character on Star Trek. Oh my goodness! So yeah, haven't those shows been off for a while? Yeah, they have. Okay, just, uh, yeah, just like China Beach guy. Yep, yeah, that shit's been off for a while. Yeah. Okay, she says I think Rick was reborn in this episode, but won't he be? A- but he won't be able to do anything until Carol arrives and hands baby Judith over to Tyrese while she saves them all. <laughs> That's the damn truth. I don't think Tyrese is going to be 
trying to do nothing. I don't know, though, because Sasha's up in there. Well, that's true. See. That might get him to be a little yeah, bit crazy. A little, go a little crazy himself, see. I keep imagining the smell of their B.O. while locked in that cargo carrier. Oh, you know they all funky. Ooh, you know they funky. Why would a cannibal want to eat something that stinks that badly? Well, it, it's just like anything else. You, you wash it. You're going to wash the meat. Yep. And all the people look clean, so they obviously showering or something. Yeah. And plus, you're not going to eat the armpits. With, w- <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, think about it. You're going to eat the leg or the or the uh, a wing, you know, the yep. elbow, the arm, yep. ribs, you know. Mm. Well, their conversations at dinner include, do you like dark meat or white meat? <laughs> or, I like a helping of Bob with a side of Maggie. <laughs> I knew what you said. You like dark meat or white meat. Oh, my God. That's funny. Thanks again, sisters. Keep up the good work. You are the most entertaining podcast. XOXO, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you for writing in. Yeah, thank you for writing Yeah, welcome to the family. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, and be careful with your kids around because yeah, because we, we be cussing. We be cussing. Well, Sister K be cussing a lot. Although, in the scheme of things, as is not the worst cuss word they could hear. No, on this on this podcast, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. And hi, kids. Hi, kids. Don't be cussing now. And don't be listening to all our stuff. No. <laughs> Especially don't listen to the Game of Thrones podcast. Oh, yeah. Now that, yeah. Mm. It's on HBO and we get HBO quality podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, our next email is from Tim. Hey, Tim. Australian Tim. Yay. Hey there, the amazing sisters of the J and K variety. <laughs> I love that. Intro. I love that. Oh, wait, and his subject line is, cannibal hipsters are the worst kind of cannibals. <laughs> you know what, y'all? I don't even know what this hipster phrase means, but I'm taking it to mean people that wear, like, skinny jeans and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what they mean. Okay. He says, phew. Well, all that, well, that would be season four of The Walking Dead over and done with then. Looking forward to hearing your impressions and, of course, the thoughts of all of the Sisters Speak family, too. Yep. I'm so impressed the two of you have kept to your Thursday night recording schedule. <laughs> I was dreading an outbreak of bronchitis or that true blood hepatitis V that <laughs> Sister J came down with. <laughs> I didn't have no hep V. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Oh, Tim, that's funny. I think it's great that the family read you whenever you're on time. <laughs> Wait, I think it's great that the family read you when whether you're on time or late. <laughs> yeah, because that's exactly what they've been yeah, doing. Yeah, they've been trying to read us. Read us for being on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh-uh. Mm-mm, no, y'all. Mm-mm. We've been lucky. Knock on whatever. Plastic. We've been lucky that we haven't been sick lately, so let's hopefully we keep that. I'm been staying on my medicine, keep my bronchitis away. Yeah. Okay, he says before I begin, a quick shout out to Joanne from last week's podcast. Hello, Detroit. You remember that Joanne talked about how the sisters helped her go through a tricky time. Yep. Having had family members go through bouts of depression myself, 
I'm so glad that this podcast helped you work through things, Joanne. Yeah. Your email was so heartfelt and the best five-star rating I've ever heard. Yep. And thanks to you, I am now also suspicious of who the hell is mowing all the lawns in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, because Joanne pointed that out. Yeah. Thank, yeah. thank you for that laugh. <laughs> I think that Rick... Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. I was like, what is this word, Tim? He's like, I think that Rick... One sticking in. <laughs> oh, wait, he spelled it like it sounds. So I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> One sticking in is, Sister J says it better. <laughs> One sticking in. There you go. <laughs> is being a bit of a hypocrite. You can't very well be upset at being captured by a bunch of cannibals when only the previous day you bit off a chunk of Joe. <laughs> I was actually expecting Rick had, oh Lord, I was actually expecting Rick had wised up, though, when he suggested going around the perimeter of Terminus. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that they were going to wait to see what happened when someone else went in. Mm -hmm. But no, in they go, blundering through the back door. Now, I don't know about you sisters or the family, but were it me, the very minute I saw Gareth, I would have booked it out of there. Yeah. I'm ashamed to admit my bigotry, but I've never met someone named Gareth. Yet, that I've completely trusted. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met anyone named Gareth. Ooh, Lord. In real life, at least. Mm-hmm. And I especially don't trust someone who, in the zombie apocalypse, obviously goes to a load of trouble to try to look effortlessly stylish. Yeah. And it's 2014, Gareth. How embarrassing to be caught parading the 2011 hipster style. <laughs> Please. <laughs> That's because they done got it off the people they ate. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, Terminus will be broadcasting MC Hammer. Oh, Lord have mercy. I was mildly, mildly ticked off earlier this year when I missed the scene when Rick told Daryl that Carol had been banished. Mm-hmm. But I'm even more pissed that we didn't get the scene where Tara hands Maggie her Sharpie and says, Here, it's obvious, it's obvious you need this a whole lot more than I do. <laughs> Because she was writing the that's messages a, in blood. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Go ahead, Tim. Well, but you know what? She didn't get to Maggie until after all those notes were written. That's up, true. So that's, that's true. That's part of it. But yeah, that's that's funny. That's funny. That's good, Tim. That's good. Thanks for a fantastic season, sisters. And I look forward to catching you and all the family again for Dim Thrones next week. Dim Thrones. Man, if we had three-hour podcasts for Walking Dead... Sister Kay, I'd be advising you to drink a whole lot of water and rest those vocal cords in preparation. Yep. But trust me, for every drink Cersei has, I'll be sipping three. Yeah. Go Team Lannister. (laughs) And before I go, the Walking Dead gang have been left in a steel boxcar in the middle of a hot day with the sun roasting roasting them overhead. Far out, Rosita. Put some damn shorts on. <laughs> Until next week, sisters. Take care, Tim. Oh, thank you, Tim, thank you, for that Tim. email. Yeah, it's hot in there and all that, but you know, trust me, they don't want that meat to go bad. There's some ventilation in there somewhere. Don't let them out. Probably on the roof or something. And again, I wish somebody would write that notice the New Year's Eve comment that Joe made. I, I, see, I don't think it's the and New Year's. tell Year. us what you think it is. I, I, Mm-mm. I don't think it was literal. Yeah, maybe not. I don't believe it is. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. You're always hilarious. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Niambi. Hey, Niambi. <clears throat> Hi, sisters. Recorded a voice message this week. 
And then she has a PS. So let me um, play her message and we'll talk about the PS. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters and sisters speak family. This is Niambi from Virginia. And I'm providing my feedback this week for the final episode of the season for The Walking Dead. And I thought that it was just great. I mean, I was glad that Rick was finally empowered and, you know, he got past his farming stage. I mean, they did all the flashbacks to kind of show emotionally how far he's come. And I was just glad that he was just able to step up and really, you know, get with the proclaimers. Because when he bit that guy in the neck, I mean, it was just amazing. And I think it really took him feeling like, you know, he's about to see another loss. And he took a lot of L's, you know, dealing with Shane and dealing with the governor. And when he sees, you know, Michonne, they're talking about raping her. And then they have little Carl. And I think that big guy was about to rape him. I don't know what was going on with that. That looked crazy. Um, I I just think that it was fabulous that he, like, stepped up and was willing to really, like, get with them. Like, no, this is not about to go down how y'all think. And I'm about to take control. I love the fact that, you know, Daryl really tried to um, step in and he's like, hey, like, you want a life for a life? Take my life. Um, I thought that that was real cool. And that shows just how tight they are. I wasn't really feeling how he described Beth getting kidnapped. Like, I don't understand why he didn't just explain that she got kidnapped. He was just like, she just gone. Like, well, what does that mean? She disappeared? Like, she vanished? why didn't you communicate that no someone took her like you saw them drive off in the vehicle now that storyline i don't think that beth is with you know the people eaters i think that she got taken by someone else who's like a like some kind of religious fanatic sadistic kind of person i don't feel like anything good is happening to her but i don't think that it's because she got eaten. But, you know, next season we'll we'll see. They'll answer some questions about who has Beth and, and what they're doing with her. But that's kind of my thought process. Now, them people running through Terminus and they're, like, shooting at their feet. So they weren't even really trying to kill them. And then just how the layout of Terminus looked where, you know, they was just kind of pushing them through the little maze of the place to get them exactly um where they wanted him, which then we saw the corpses laying in the yard, how they done, you know, skinned them and plucked them. I mean, it just was like really disgusting. So these people got some craziness going on. And is that married lady pregnant? Because it looked like she pregnant, but I can't tell. She an older lady if maybe she's just a little chunky in the belly. Um, so I'd like to hear what y'all think about that. Um that was pretty much my feedback. I'm running late for work and I didn't get a chance to type up something. So I thought, oh, I'll just do a quick voicemail. So, um, oh, to answer your question from um, two episodes ago, I actually am an event planner. I don't do it full time. I actually started um, my own business recently. So I am currently planning um, a baby shower for a little um, baby boy next month that's going to occur. And then I have um, a birthday dinner that I'm planning for in a few weeks. 
Um, so I definitely, you know, for Jazzy and Brother Ray, could hook them up with a fabulous purple wedding. You know, that's what I do. Um, I am the best event planner. I claimed it. Since we claiming things, I claim that. And I love Sister Speak and Sister Speak family. And I look forward to chatting with y'all on Game of Thrones. Bye. Oh, Avi, thank you so much for that wonderful voicemail. Okay, a couple things. First of all, thank you, Niambi. I don't appreciate your comments about the older woman and her, <laughs> fat, <laughs> and her little fat tummy, and is she pregnant? Uh, I, <laughs> being an older woman myself, <laughs> now, I may not look like I'm pregnant, but hey, that comment was kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny though. I noticed a larger tummy on her. No, I didn't. I didn't notice that at all. I mean, she looked the same to me. She looked so normal to me, but yeah, she looked normal <laughs> to me. <laughs> but dang, that's cold blooded. Well, being an older woman and all, dang. Oh lord. But anyway, and uh, um. I think you might be right about Beth, though. I, I don't think she's there. I think somebody else got her. Yeah. That's... Some other person, group, or something. But, yeah. Because think... it would be weird if they would have snatched Beth and not snatched him. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know? I think, yeah, somebody else done got her. But I, Yeah, I think you're right about that, Yami. Mm-hmm. And it's so exciting you have your own business. Oh, that is really awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. And you're offering your services to Jasmine and Brother Ray. Brother Ray. Hey. <laughs> well, good, because they haven't sent no invites yet, so maybe you can get on that for Yeah, them. you can get on the phone. <laughs> All right. Okay, so she has a P.S. Okay. Uh, she says, my husband Eli and I were talking about the people eaters shooting at their feet because they didn't want to damage the meat like hunters do a deer. Exactly. Also, we were glad the team that that team Rick shown was being so cautious when approaching Terminus. Rick scoped out the items from Glenn and Maggie quick, and everyone followed Rick, no hesitation, with their weapons aimed. Yep. That was another awesome scene. Mm-hmm. Till next time, sisters, Niambi. Thank you, Niambi. And yeah. Thank you, Niambi. We noticed that, too. Yeah. I mean, it was like clockwork. Yeah. He didn't have to say nothing As soon as he nothing. grabbed that dude. As soon as he grabbed that, that dude. was at the ready. Re- at the ready. Yep. Mm-hmm. At the ready. That's right. So that was awesome. Well, thank you, Niambi, for thank your you, voicemail. Niambi. We love the love voicemail. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Okay. And our next email is from Manny. Hey. A- hey, a- Manny. A. Manny Mensa. Mensa. Today is Mensa. Oh, like the really smart people, huh? I don't know. Mm-hmm, Manny. Hey, hey, ladies. So I don't really have much to say about this finale, except I had a sudden flashback of the A-team from the 80s. <laughs> Oh, all those snipers on the roof shooting down with automatic weapons and no one gets shot. Oh, wow. Yeah. A bit underwhelming for me. Well, they were doing that on purpose. Yeah, they were doing it on purpose. They were hurting them. That's what they were doing. And also, Carol and Tyrese not meeting up with Rick at Terminus. Also underwhelming. Well, this episode was so dull for me that my mind started to wander. So I came up with a few interesting jobs. For some of the characters in the post-zombie apocalyptic world. How could it be dull? I don't know. Manny, what what the problem is? <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I don't know how you could have thought that was dull. Yeah, how'd you think that was dull? Number one, 
Carl Grimes' first annual Bubble Guts Mud Run, mm. an obstacle course full of stomach-churning events or challenges, mm. from trekking through number ten through number ten cans of chocolate pudding and running through waterfalls of sour orange juice and hitting the bullseye of the cappuccino milk- milkshake dunk tank. Finally, we come to the last challenge: the dreadful Hershey Squirts Water Rapids. Mm. Three, uh, excuse me, number two, Killer Carol's Daycare. Drop your kid off at Auntie Carol's where they will learn reading, writing, and arithmetic. Don't forget story time where this week's lesson is how to shank a bitch. (laughs) Number three, Bob's Bottle of Brown Liquor Store. Mm. Just come with a smile and receive 20% off all peach schnapps served to you by by his newest shot girl, Beth. Mm. Number four, Maggie's Calligraphy Classes. Learn the refined and ancient ways of Asian penmanship by writing in blood. Mm, mm, mm. Number five, Karen's abstinence courses. Because as Sister J said, it's better to be seen as a prude than a hoe. That's right. <laughs> and finally, if the zombie outbreak has been just a little too much for you to handle, you might need someone to talk to. Someone who will listen and weigh things over again and again and again before making his decision. You might want to stop by the Rick Grimes Him and Hall Psychiatric Evaluation. <laughs> Him and Hall. Oh, that's funny. Oh, you won't get an answer on your depression or anxiety oh, until days later. But by that time, you might be dead already. Oh, my goodness. Thanks a lot, ladies, for a great season. A. Manny Mensa. Oh, thank, thank you, Manny. That is awesome. That's a funny one. Oh, and... Thank you so much, Manny, for the zombied out pictures that you posted on on our Facebook page. Oh, yeah, that was good. Those were so creepy. They were excellent, though. Very, very very good. Those were very good. Yeah, so if y'all haven't seen it, go go check out our our Facebook page. Facebook page, page. yep. They are real creepy. Well, Manny, I'm sorry you did not like the episode. I loved it and I was enthralled the whole time. Me too. I was, I was, I was animated the whole time. Yelling at the TV, talking to them. Yep. Uh, ooh. Tweeting during the commercials. Yeah, it was, it it was was fun. It was a fast hour. Mm hmm. Okay, well, our next piece of feedback is from Steven. It's a voicemail. Oh, great. So let me play that now. Cool. Hello sisters and the podcast family, just watched The Walking Dead finale and I loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, I love seeing Herschel again, albeit in flashbacks. I like the fact that he was the one who taught Rick how to be the farmer when he needed to be and Rick now realises that he can be that when he needs it but also he can be a badass when he needs to be as well. The way he killed Joe was just amazing for television, anyway. Um, It adds a new meaning to being Rick Rolled, anyway. Um, I love Rick and Daryl together. Now that they're back together, it's a real sort of, as he said, they're almost brothers now. Um, I like their friendship and hope they both survive for a long, long time to come. Um... The claimed group got what they deserved, all of them died, I was pleased about that. And we were right about Terminus, they seemed to be cannibals from the bones that we saw. Um, It was a trap, and it's just set up next season really nicely, and I'm looking forward to it 
as much as I am to Game of Thrones, which is only a week away now. And I'll speak to you then when you start doing that podcast. Thanks. Bye. One more thing for those people who have had negative things to say about the Sister Speak podcasts. In the words of Rick Grimes, they're screwing with the wrong people. Well, thank you, Stephen, for that wonderful voicemail. That's awesome. Thank you, Stephen. And yeah, yeah, tell them. They're They're screwing with the the wrong people. Oh, that is so great. We got to start using that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to put that on there somewhere. And you know what, though? I agree with you, though. I love this episode. I thought it was very well done. Yes. And and I think that was the whole point. I can see now, even though I was irritated to death, but I can see now that the whole point of the um, flashbacks was for Rick to finally get it honed into him that, yeah, when he needs to be the farmer, then he can do that. But he needs to be the badass, too, if he's going to survive and keep, keep you know, yeah. the, the people that he cares about alive. alive. Yep. So yeah, and I took it like he was like, "Fuck the farmer, I'm yeah. done with the farmer." Yeah, I for gotta, now he is. Yeah, I gotta be badass, crazy, mm-hmm. just like all these other crazy people. All these other you know? crazy. Because mm-hmm. you gotta fight the crazy with the crazy. You gotta fight so, the crazy with the crazy. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. And that's exactly what he did. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Love the voicemail. Yeah, we love it. Love it. Okay, our next feedback is from. Liz. Hey, Liz. From Seattle. Hey, Liz. Greetings to the sisters and the Sister Speak family. Are you ready for a long-ass podcast? Sure. There's so much to talk about. My head is still buzzing, and I know that many more of your faithful followers are out there burning up their keyboards with feedback. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if y'all went three and a half or four hours this week. Let's hope not. We'll see. Let's hope not. I wrote down some quotes from from the epic fight with the claimers. Shit, and I was thinking of turning in for the night on New Year's Eve. Joe, what? How does he know what day it is? Yeah. I'm glad you said that, Liz. Liz, it's not literal. I don't think he he meant it literally. I do. I don't. You want blood? I get it. Take it from me, man. Come on. Shut up, Daryl. Don't pull a Herschel. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? You can't reason with these assholes. Mm-hmm. What the hell are you going to do now, sport? Joe, right before Rick rips his throat out with his teeth. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yep. He's mine. Rick, before stabbing the guy who grabbed Carl, way past dead. Yep. I mean, he just kept stabbing him. Rick <laughs> is a beast. <laughs> I know. He was just all hey, at that point. Hey, he had a psycho moment. He sure did. Norman Bates. <laughs> this was a big turning point for Rick, where he finally came to terms with the new reality of the zombie apocalypse. Yep. The day after the battle with Joe's group, he asked Michonne, are you okay? She's like, yeah. And he says, I'm okay. That's all they needed to say. Yep. He's not going to waste any more time feeling conflicted or crazy about having to kill to preserve his people, who are family to him by now. See, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he told Daryl, you're my brother. I think he feels the same way about Michonne, Glenn, all of them. Yep. And I think his final redemption will be when he welcomes Carol Back the same way he did Daryl. Yep. As for Carl, I don't think he was upset because his dad scared him. I think he was disturbed because he felt just as savage as Rick at that moment. Exactly. I agree with that. Exactly. I agree. It's a hard thing to accept that you're a killer, even out of necessity, and still feel okay about yourself. 
I see a lot of parallels between Carl and Arya from Game of Thrones, by the way. Oh, yes. Absolutely. But, I, but well, yeah, Carl and Arya, because, yeah, yeah, Arya don't, she doesn't apologize for how nope. she feels. She's going to get them. And she is still saying those five names that she, yep. she intends to kill She probably em. has a couple more by now with the red wedding in the. Well, and she might have taken the hound off of her list since he's helping her. I don't know. I but, don't know. But, but the last I she knew, she still had yeah. him on the list. She had him on the list while he was there listening to yeah, her. Yeah, you know? that's true. Rick had to reject Herschel's, excuse me, Herschel's mindset in order to be the leader that they need. Mm-hmm. But I have to point out that even though Herschel was wrong saying the war is over, he was right about some other things. First, Carl does need his daddy to show him the way. It's just not going to be Herschel's way. Second, at some point, they do need to start planting because otherwise, what are they going to eat? Bad shit Them start- people. <laughs> Bad shit starts happening when people get hungry. And yeah. I think Terminus is the extreme example. Exactly. Yep. Let me make you a plate is the new look at the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah. You know what? I think you are absolutely right. Let me make you a plate. Pow, uh. pow. <laughs> chop, chop. Oh, Lord. I have been saying cannibals for a while now, and this episode confirmed it for me. Yeah. We got heavy foreshadowing into in the beginning. Constant mention of food. Both yep. Michonne and Rick talking about how hungry they were. Yep. The flashback of Herschel talking Rick into uh, farming. The rabbit snare, of course. It's obvious that the local area has been picked clean, yet Terminus has meat on the barbie. Yep. Then the final scene where they run past a fenced-off area full of bones and guts. Yep. I'm pretty sure I saw human rib cages in there. Yeah. Then loaded into cattle cars like livestock. Yeah. Yeah, and I saw like a spinal column. Yeah. Like a long spinal column. Yeah. It was nasty. Mm. More on that scene. I watched it a bunch of times to catch the details. Every door they were forced into was marked with an A, title of the episode. Yeah. They ran through a, a blasted up section. Looked like a firefight happened there. Right around then, I heard walkie talkies. Probably the rooftop gunmen coordinating with the rest of the termites. Yeah, they were because I had the words on. Yeah. yeah, they were. Then they passed the slaughter area, and right next to it are some boxcars with people banging on the inside and yelling, help, help me, help, help and let mm-hmm. us out. I heard both male and female voices. <coughs> this could be people we don't know, but it could be Carol, Tyrese, or Beth. Daryl actually looked back and said, what the hell, before they moved on, mm-hmm. again through a door marked A. Yep. Next, they hit the candle room. They were standing in a ring of names written on chalk. Excuse me, written in chalk. This is definitely some type of memorial. Yeah. Each name had an object placed on it. Guitar, soccer ball, doll, statue. Some had numbers written next to them. For example, Brittany Rose, 27. Yep. Probably the age of death. The words on the wall, never again, never trust, we first always. Yep. Refers to how those people died in a clash with other survivors. A, um, excuse me, A may refer to always or may just be a way of marking the path into the trap. The boxcar they got into was also marked A. It was. Yes, it was. On the end. Mm-hmm. Now they have almost the whole gang back together, plus a few new recruits. I almost feel like this is the real beginning of their adventures. The only people left are hardened survivors. The A team? I'm especially interested in how the relationship between Rick and Abraham develops. I think Rick is the kind of leader that Abraham will, would follow with great loyalty. I think so. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. 
but there is going to be some conflict until Rick establishes his authority. Rick's line, they're screwing with the wrong people, had me yelling, yeah, that's right, <laughs> at my TV. <laughs> There's more I could say, but I'll leave it at that. Fantastic finale. Looking forward to Game of Thrones next week. See you on the other side, sisters. Liz from Seattle. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, for Liz. That for that long-ass long email. email. Ooh, that's long-ass girl. Mm. You have some good points. You have some very good points. And, you know, I think Abraham will will, uh, follow Rick or or even Daryl, really, because that's kind of like what he is. You know what I mean? I can't wait for Rick to have the conversation either with Tara or about Tara because he saw her. Yeah, maybe. He saw her. So, yeah, that'd be good. And then have Glenn have to explain that shit to Maggie. And then, yeah. And then Rick's going to call Dr. Eugene bullshit right away. Oh, yeah. He's going to like, spot that shit. Oh, right you know away. what? He's going to say, uh, okay, what happened? How are you going to solve this apocalypse? Yeah, yeah. He's going to say it's classified. Rick's going to go, oh, you motherfucker. See, you lying. <laughs> you lying because Rick yeah. don't have no damn patience. He don't have point. no patience for no. that shit. No, no. no. He can tell. He be squinting and shit at people. He will. He mm-hmm. will. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Okay, our next email is from Tonda. Hey, Tonda. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. First of all, I wanted to thank you and the listeners for helping me heal while I was recovering from shoulder surgery. Ooh, wow. As a nurse, I advocate healing through laughter. <laughs> wow. I laughed so much that I didn't have to use very many pain meds. Oh, cool. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Though I must say, you're even more hilarious with a pain pill in my system. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I found you while searching for a Game of Thrones podcast. Even though I had never watched True Blood or The Walking Dead, I did try to listen to those podcasts as well. Well, needless <laughs> to say, I had to start watching both shows to know what I was laughing about. <laughs> oh, cool. That's awesome. Yay. I agree with everyone about Terminus being bad news. I was ne- I have never. Oh wait, I was never been so happy to see people die as the redneck group. Oh yeah, I found myself wanting to reach through the TV to strangle the dude that was messing with Carl. Ooh yeah, I know. I kept yelling, Ooh, "You nasty motherfucker!" <laughs> I was yelling too. I said, "Get off here, motherfucker!" And then, and then when I heard the belt buckle, I said, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no! Uh uh-uh. uh. So, Oh, that, that was an intense scene. That was very intense. I just can't Ooh, even handle it. Mm, it was good. Just a few more days until then thrones. Yep. As someone who has read all the books, I can't wait for the second half of the of the third book. Uh-oh. The North will remember. Yay. Well, don't want to get in trouble for this being a long-ass email, so I'll say <laughs> bye for now. Thanks again, Tonda from Mineral Wells, Texas. Hey, Tonda. Hey, Tonda. Another well, Texas. Yeah. Welcome to the family. Welcome, to Sister and we're glad. We are glad that we helped make your recovery a little more pleasant. Yes, but that sounds very painful. I would think that shoulder surgery. Your shoulders would hurt from laughing, though. No, your stomach would, but not your shoulders. <laughs> oh my goodness, Sister Jay, you are so. Because <laughs> wait a minute. I'm proving a point because my stomach be hurting Ooh, when we get to laughing too hard. 
but your shoulders, when you laugh, you know, your shoulders move and stuff, too, so. No, they don't. Uh, okay, so they're not your shoulders. <laughs> My shoulders do. Mm. Okay, thank you, Tonda. Our next email is from Robert from the Bay. Hey, Robert. How you doing? Hello, Sister Speak family. Now that was a badass episode. Yeah. I was so glad that they got this finale right. Especially after last season's debacle where they didn't want to kill the go- to kill off the governor. I know. I found it most gratifying in my Andrew Lincoln voice that they showed us Dictator Rick transforming into Farmer Rick and then back into Sheriff Rick. Yep. I was like, that's motherfucking right. That's right. Rick ain't went nowhere. <laughs> W-H-U-R-R, whirr. <laughs> People don't get it twisted. Rick went soft for a minute, but he came back on that episode. He sure did. He straight went walker on that dude, and then went Shawshank Redemption on that pedophile cat. He sure did. I was straight cheering and yelling, get it, Rick. <laughs> okay, well, let me calm down now. Deep breath. Okay, on to Terminus. They some straight up hipsters running that joint, right? Mm-hmm. Them two dudes was acting way too cool. Mm-hmm. Now you know not one of the four, my favorite four, by the way, Carl, Rick, Michonne, and Daryl, right. was trusting anything that was going on. They knew it was a trap, and that was confirmed when when Rick began to see all of his people's belongings worn by them trapping hipsters. I know them trapsters. Mm. Laugh out loud. So glad to see Rick call bullshit on them right before Carl was. Gonna have him some fresh human tenderloin. I know. Yuck. I thought at first them trapsters didn't have no aim when they were shooting. But now we know they were being herded like cow to the barn, or in this case, train car. Hey, it'll be very interesting to see what will transpire. And hopefully Carol, Tyrese, and baby Judith will save the day. So until next season, ladies, the ringleader, the archer, the samurai, and the kid will be missed. Goodbye for now, Walking Dead, and hello to Dim Thrones. Dim Thrones. Robert from the Bay. P.S. Did y'all see my nephew trying to get his swag on with young Micah? I sure did. Or Mika, excuse me. Mika. Mika, laugh out loud. I must have yelled at her like, Mika, you alive. <laughs> she straight gave me a thumbs up, laugh out loud. Too cute. She is I did see cute. that, Robert. Oh, that was so cute. Your nephew is so oh, cute. Oh, he's adorable. adorable. And that little girl, Mika, is cute. Oh, Whatever she was her so cute. Is. Yeah. It's a cute picture. It was very cute. But mm-hmm. I did notice his little arm was around her. Yeah. He's trying to get his little swag on. Too young for that, though. Mm-hmm. Too young. Don't get him started this quick. Mm-hmm. But he sure <laughs> is cute, though. He is cute. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert, for sharing that picture. And also, thank you for the email. Yeah, that's awesome. So we have a new a new phrase, trapsters. Trapsters. The trapping hipsters. Yeah. Okay, our next feedback looks like it's from Silky Mo. Okay. And Silky Mo, um, it looks like you sent us a voicemail, but you sent it through SoundCloud. And it's not, I don't think I can download this. I'm having, I've been having trouble getting to that. So if you could send us that voicemail through an email or call our voicemail and give us the same, you know, feedback, then we can play it on a future podcast. Maybe we'll have a, a bonus episode or something. Okay. Okay, so sorry, Silky Mo. Sorry. But our next email is from Willie. Hey, Willie. And the subject line is, Oh, glorious sisters from the aisle. <laughs> you know what? I'll save it for next week. 
I get giddy thinking about the return of dragons. Yeah. But I digress. I love this episode. I've never actually wanted to throw up just from watching TV. I know. But when Rick killed China Beach with his teeth, <laughs> a la Eric motherfucking Northman, and then gutted the pedophile, I had to put my drink down and push my cat off my lap because I thought I was going to have to dash to the bathroom. <laughs> I know. I know. It was so nasty. That's never happened before. TV is becoming so much better than film. And as an actor, I couldn't be more excited. Cool. Oh, you're an actor, Willie? Hey, Willie! What you been in? Yeah! Give us some, give us some feedback on that! Uh, he says, well, I shall be eagerly awaiting the Game of Thrones podcast. I hope y'all called in for work, cause I got a feeling that will be a two-day podcast, and I can't <laughs> wait. Oh, Lord! That might be a long-ass podcast. Oh, uh, well, real. you know, yeah. We gonna still be on this schedule, but it may not get posted until a day later. Yeah. Cause it'd be, Two parts or something. Yeah, we might have to do uh, break it up into two two parts or something. Schedule or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, "Valar Morgulis, sisters." Valar Morgulis. I don't want all men to die, though. All men must die is what that means. Uh, P.S. Well, I'm like Daenerys, but we are not men. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Yeah. P.S. I've had a theory about The Walking Dead since Lori found out her narrow ass was prego. <laughs> I believe in season one. I am a comic sci-fi science nerd, and it's a fact that when mammals are pregnant, a lot of times the placenta will protect the fetus from pathogens and viral invaders, Mm -hmm. along with providing antibodies for any diseases the mother was carrying during pregnancy. What if Judith and any other babies born after the viral outbreak are immune? Oh, that's pretty cool. They wouldn't know until they survived a walker bite. This also means that they would become haunted they would become hunted not only by walkers, but anyone seeking a cure. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is a hey, cool theory. Really? That is a good theory. I, I didn't even think of that. But, yeah, but you're right. That's. I wonder if they'll go there. I hope that's not in the comic in a spoiler. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't read that's the comic, good, so I don't know. Yeah, we won't know that unless someone tells us. But that's a, that's cool a good theory. theory. And then uh, Willie also has a, an extra part. Oh, right quick. Thank y'all so much for recommending True Detective. Yay. I'm on episode six, and it just keeps getting better. I know. I take a drink every time Woody Harrelson tells Matthew McConaughey to stop act, to stop talking crazy. I know. <laughs> I know. Willie. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. And you know what? I am so glad that you are enjoying True Detective. I enjoyed the hell out of that. It was so enjoyable, but uh, okay, since you had a little problem with uh, this finale, then I want to tell you that as you get to the finale, uh, you might not want to be eating or drinking. Oh, Lord, don't spoil nothing. I'm not spoiling nothing. I'm just saying. Well, you can drink because I I was drinking when I was watching it, but I wouldn't be eating no food. (laughs) And don't have your kitty cat on your lap either. Oh, then it must be nasty. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I love that. Uh, uh, that that whole series was really, really well done. Very well done. I enjoyed it. Well, Willie, I, that theory is very interesting. That about is good. If any babies born after or during the apocalypse would be immune. That's a good. Judith thing. really right now is the only one we could test that theory on, or that could right. we could test that theory on. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. That'd be good. Very interesting. All right. All right. Well, our next feedback is from Crackers Finn. Hey, Crackers. 
Hello, Sister J and Sister K. That finale was all that. A bag of chips and an ice-cold bottle of Reuni tea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can admit I was wrong about the claim game. They were just plain foul. They were foul. What disturbed me most was Joe laughing heartily about raping and murdering Rick's friends and family in front of him. Mm. Trust me, I have laughed at some inappropriate shit in my life. (laughs) But there probably weren't felonies involved. (laughs) But Joe is just chuckling his ass off. (laughs) I think it was that laugh that caused Rick to go to a dark place in himself and rip that man's throat out with his bare teeth. No, it was that, it was that, that that nasty food messing with with Carl. Yep. Shit. The scene with Carl and Chester, the child molester, still makes me shudder. <laughs> when that man licked Carl's ear, I hollered at the TV. <clears throat> I know it's naive of me, but I hope Chandler Riggs doesn't understand what that scene was really about. Of course he understood. Oh, yeah, he's old enough to understand. Yeah. For all the talk of <laughs> Carl being a man in the show, this scene really reiterates that he is a child who is at the mercy of people who are bigger than him, even if a weapon is nearby. Yep. I chuckled to myself when Rick claimed Chester. He's mine. <laughs> he did, didn't he? Did he? he did. He, he did, did claim him. Yep. He's mine. Yep. Carl saying that he is just another monster is foreshadowing, foreshadowing that he will be off his leash next season. Oh, yeah. He's going to be. Oh, yeah. What Carl was telling y'all is that his father thinks he's good. But what Carl really likes to do is kill people. And he likes to kill them. And he ain't shot nobody for a full season. (laughs) So it's about to go down when they get out of that train car. It's about (laughs) to go down. But yeah, I think so too that that it's foreshadowing for he is going to be off the chain just like Rick. Because because that conversation with him and Michonne, that was like Carl coming to grips with, okay, but this is who I am. Just like Rick's coming to grips with Just like Rick. Yep. Yep. So now all bets are off. All bets off. I'm still going to termin- I'm still going with Terminus being a cult that may be cannibals as a side hobby. Hmm. That in the indoctrination room with all the mantra mantras written in chalk is a clue. The pile of skeletons could be human sacrifices both to a god and a way to keep walkers away. If there is meat piled up a certain distance away from Terminus, that could explain why there were no walkers in the area. It's the same principle as Rick throwing out the pigs to lure the walkers away from the fence. I think the random dude who... Oh, that's an idea. I think the random dude who Carl wanted to save from walkers was a terminus sacrifice. That's an idea. Oh, that is an idea. That's another good idea. Yeah, that could actually explain why that fool was out in the out middle of nowhere. By himself. Yep. And a bunch of walkers was around him already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rick knows exactly who Tara is, hence the lingering look. This is what you thought. Oh, absolutely, because he was looking at her. He wasn't looking at the rest of them. And I thought that he wasn't really seeing them. Oh, no, he looked at her. Um, Hence the lingering look. But he figured they need to get out of that train car before they start arguing. Yep. If Maggie doesn't get thrown on the barbecue pit, she's going to take out Tara once she finds out she was with the governor. Absolutely. Probably so. And then she's going to be mad at Glenn for not telling her. Uh, that, exactly. Yeah. Abraham is a huge disappointment. How in the hell is G.I. Joe not in there plotting how to burst out? How to bust out? You would have thought as soon as the doors opened, he would have run out. Nah, he's sitting in the back of, of that car, singing Negro spirituals, waiting on his <laughs> next meal of powdered milk. Uh, uh, now, ladies, uh. I got a little bit of a rant 
about some feedback I heard on your show last week. One of the listeners made a so-called prediction that was straight out of the comic book. It was specific to the to a point that there's no way it was a guess. If your show wasn't almost three hours and it would be impossible for you to figure it out, I wouldn't have said anything. I just don't understand why people do this shit. There are no extra Walking Dead points for regurgitating the comic book as your original idea. Thank you. They didn't stop making the comics after you read it. Other people know when you are providing spoilers, so quit it. It's not sexy. <laughs> Go ahead, read them, read cracker. crackers. Read them, crackers. I didn't even know it was we a don't spoiler. The, we don't read the comics, no. so we don't know it's a spoiler. Yeah, we're relying on y'all to tell us. You go ahead and read her. Or, or him. him. Read them. Read them, girl. Who uh, was man. it? Who was it, crackers? So I can go back and read what they said. Woo! <laughs> 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 or I can listen to the podcast and figure out who it was yeah. telling us the spoiler. Mm-hmm. Okay, so y'all been read now. Don't be doing that shit for Game of Thrones. Yeah, y'all. don't be doing that shit because I don't read the damn books neither on Game of Thrones. I know. So don't be doing no spoilers. I don't want to have to be trying to piecemeal y'all's emails and shit because I can't do that. Right, and telling us, oh, this is the end of book two and, no, and they big don't. four that's and the, big three. No, Sister J, that's the point. They don't tell you that. They think they say, oh, I think this is going to happen, but yeah. it really actually happened in the book. Yeah. See? Yeah, don't be doing that shit. We we giving y'all fair warning. That's what crackers are saying, but we won't we won't know it because we ain't read the book. Well, but we got our sister speak family on your ass. Yeah, they'll tell us. They'll read you. They'll read you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, crackers. Thank you, crackers. Anyway, that's all I got for you, ladies. I will be Velcro to my seat watching Dim Thrones on Sunday night. That's right. P.S. I recently binge watched Vikings, and good God, at the man on on the men on that show. I know it. I want to have all of Rollo's babies. Oh, hell no. Ragnar. Rollo? Right. Now, Rollo's nice looking, though. But Ragnar is Which the Which one's man. Rollo? Isn't that the crazy that's the brother. brother? Wait a minute. That's the crazy fucking brother. He's not crazy. He's just a mean. liar. He's mean. Yeah. He's, yeah, the, he's a liar. The mean brother. He's okay. a liar. She says Rollo's babies. That is so much man right there. Mm. I stand for Floki, though. I like Floki too. That dude is the scariest, most charming psychopath on TV. I love it. I don't know what they are feeding those Skarsgård boys growing up, but they got swag falling out of their pockets. They sure do. I know. Take care, Cracker Spin. Thank you, Cracker Spin. Hey, wait a minute. Let me, let me just say this on the Vikings, though. When I first started watching it and that Floki character, I liked that character right away. It, it wasn't until after a couple episodes... I was uh, reading something online, and I realized that that was uh, uh, Alexander Skarsgård's brother playing that part. But have you noticed, yeah, Floki's crazy, and he builds the boats and stuff, but have you noticed whenever he leaves and is on the ship and stuff, and he comes back to land, he got all them women around him? He got the women coming out to greet his ass. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But, yeah, I love the Vikings. It's a really good show. I've watched two, I think, but there's so much else I'm behind on that I can't. And I just want to say one other thing: what you bet in a in a a following season that that little uh, dragon in the eye hex baby of Ragnar's is going to have some prominent role? Mm -hmm. He got a dragon. Are we done with Viking talk? Yes, we're done. For those of us who don't watch it, (laughs) but that. Crackers for that read for the people Thank who are giving spoilers. Yes, read they ass. <laughs> read them. <laughs> okay, our next email is from 
Sister Tip Tip. Hey, Sister Tip Tip. Hey, ladies and Sister Speak family. This episode was super disturbing. Uh-huh. But I think they had to go to go to the places they went to try to get viewers excited about what's to come next season. Yeah. I was quite impressed with just how far they were willing to go, even though it was uncomfortable to watch at times. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why Rick's group is the only group that didn't use the can on a wire trap. You would think that would have been his idea. It probably wouldn't have helped much, helped them much against Joe's group sneaking up, but still. That's right. I think because they were in the middle of the street. They were in the middle of the street. Yeah. The street. And plus, as you pointed out, Joe's group, they're not zombies. They would have just went under it, over it, yeah. cut it, cut it down or yeah. something. You know. Walkers are every, but still, that is true. Why wouldn't they do that with walkers around, too? Yeah. That's a good point. Yep. And it seems like Daryl has just given up on Beth. I was surprised when he told Rick that she was just gone. Yeah. Nothing was said about trying to find her. But then again, how could they even begin to? They mm-hmm. can't, really. I mean, he can't. The, the person was in a car. And they don't know, you don't know where they went. Exactly. And they on foot. So, yeah. As much as I missed her, as much as I missed Herschel, I found myself annoyed with how hard he was trying to get Rick to turn him back into a child. Mm-hmm. I guess I just don't understand why you wouldn't want your child to be able to defend himself against the dead and the living. Yep. Going back, Carl did what he felt he needed to do by shooting that kid. Carl has seen the devastation that comes from not taking care of the living who mean you harm. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Because that's See? what he told Rick. You didn't do shit <coughs> to uh, Shane. Or, you know, and Shane came back. You didn't kill the, the governor, governor. You had a chance. Exactly. And he came back. Um... I did like the imagery of Patrick playing with Legos and Carl dirtying up his comic book as he did his gun maintenance like a pro. Yep. Part of me wonders if Carl hadn't been neutered the way he was. Oh, wait. Part of me wonders if Carl hadn't been neutered the way he was, would he have been able to defend himself a little better against the attempted molestation? No, I don't think so because that no. was a big ass man. That was a full grown big ass man with a big ass hunting knife. Wait, fat nasty motherfucker with who was evil, evil, and so no, and crazy, he, and had a big ass hunting knife. He wouldn't have been able to. Plus, no. they had guns on his daddy, so he wasn't going to try to exactly. Do and plus, Carl wasn't neutered at all. I mean, Carl could still shoot you between the eye if he had a gun. She says, "I couldn't help but laugh and think of Sister J." When Carl said the guy deserved what he got, and Rick shot him that look. Mm-hmm. After Rick ate old dude's throat out, all night long, the only words I could say were, Rick, though. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, though. That Rick. Yeah. Um, what do you think was up with the powdered milk boxes Rick noticed right before walking into the boxcar? I immediately thought Judith was here. I hope Carol and Tyrese are safe. I didn't even notice the powdered milk until... Well, I it. think it was to feed the people, just like you feed cattle and stuff. Fatten they ass Yeah, up. to fatten them up. Mm-hmm. Keep them healthy. The yard full of bones, OMG. And the people screaming for help from inside the boxcars. Mm-hmm. If we needed any more confirmation that the group is in trouble, that would have been it. Exactly. Anyway, I'm still so shocked that I really don't know what else to say. All I know is that it's going to be a long wait until October. I guess we'll be all right, though, because at least this year... I'll be able to watch Game of Thrones yep. in real time with the sisters. Yay. All those in on Game of Thrones, looking forward to hearing from y'all next week. All those who aren't, can't wait to hear from you in the fall. Sister Tip Tip. Thank you, Sister Thank Tip you, Tip, Sister Tip, Tip, Tip for Tip. that email. 
awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, we are waiting for the Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Okay, our next email is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. I'm a long time listener, and this is my first time sending in feedback. <gasps> hey, Stephanie. Welcome. Stephanie. Welcome. Great. Wow. wow, what a season finale. That was awesome. First of all, I got to say that Scott Gimple has done a great job this season. Yep. I was worried when the show changed showrunners again, but I think he's taking the show in a really good direction. We've gotten a lot more character development like with Michonne. Yep. And I feel like he's got a long view of where he's taking the story. That's a good point. That is a good point. Mm Mm-hmm. I loved this episode. It seems like Rick has made peace between his monster and farmer selves, mm-hmm. and I hope we've seen the last of him struggling to deal with it and being crazy. I do, too. The best scene was where Rick and company fought back against those claimers. They were way worse than any walker on the show. They sure were. Yes, they were. And they were worse than the governor and his group. And that last scene in the train car, mm. it's great to see most of the group back together with a sane and confident Rick. Yep. Much better than last season's finale when the governor got to live. Yeah. Hell, that, that is so truth. true. What are your thoughts for next season? I think we're going to see our group kicking ass and taking names. I agree. Yeah, I they think They're going to so. be on fire. I think that they, I think that some of those people in Terminus, including mainly including Mary and Gareth are going to be begging. Yep. You know, I think, yeah, I think they're going to be begging, begging for their lives because Mm -hmm. they have no idea because, you know, people come in off the road and, oh, you look tired and beaten and downtrodden, but it's just like the rednecks and, 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 and just like when the rednecks first came into the house and Rick had to hide and stuff. Right. They don't know who they're dealing with. They don't know who they're dealing with. They don't know who they're dealing Mm -mm. with. So Mm -mm. yeah, it's going to be good gonna be good that's all for now thank you so very much for the hours of entertainment and laughter you provide you are by far the best podcast out there period p.s for all the sister speak family i know we have excellent taste in television so i'd like to recommend one of my new favorite shows that'll be premiering season two in a few weeks it's orphan black on bbc america it's got a you know what um stephanie i recently could not sleep and started watching that on um, Amazon Prime or something. Mm-hmm. It is good. It is a very good show. Mm-hmm. So I need to keep keep on watching so I can watch it. Uh, she says it's got a sci-fi twist. It's about a young woman who finds out she's a clone. And it's amazing. Now bring on Dim Thrones. Stephanie from Oregon. Thank you, Stephanie, Thank for you, that Stephanie. email. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe in between... Uh, the summer, like when nothing else is on, I might, you know. I think I'm going to start. I'm going to put it, it in my queue to tape it because I'm not finished with the first season. But it is really good. I'm really surprised that I am liking it. But it's an excellent show. And we still have, we, we kind of understand a little bit about what the clones are. But we don't mm-hmm. know why and who and it what's going on. It sounds too much like Helix to me. Uh, No, it's mm. nothing like Helix. Okay. Now, Helix is damn good. Though. It was very good. And. Uh, something else that, that, that I have watched, um, I'm not caught up in the second season because I just finished the first season and I was just shocked as all shit that I even liked it. And that's the Bates Motel. <laughs> that shit was good, y'all. 
So, and it's of course about Norman Bates when he was a kid, but that yeah. shit is good. I saw one. The people around them, though, are, cra- are just crazy. as crazy as Norman and his mama. Yeah. Ooh. Or that they probably make them more crazy. Uh uh-uh. uh. No uh. They was cra- <laughs> they was crazy before they moved there. <laughs> Ooh. But that guy playing the sheriff. Dang. Not only is he cute, but he is strange. But he, ooh, he run that place. <sighs> anyway, so, yeah. So, if y'all looking for something else to watch, and, and it's on a, the first season is on a Netflix and Amazon Prime. Okay. I love that that stuff is on Netflix, because if you do want to yeah. get into a new show and the new season's coming, you can just go and watch it. I think that's great. You can just, yeah, you, you yeah. can go watch, like, the first season, sexy season, yep. you know, whatever they got, and then you can uh, uh, catch up. I will say, too, uh, Continuum is coming back, which is a show on Sci-Fi Network. See, now, I've never seen it. Oh, it is so good. I don't know. I think it was another day when I was bored looking for something to watch, mm-hmm. and I just happened to catch it, and it said it was a sci-fi show. I'm like, I've never heard of this. Let me watch it. It was so good, and it's about to start its third season. Wow. So... Anyway, that's another one that I like. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay. So our next email. Thank you, Stephanie, for that thank one. Thank you, Stephanie. Our next piece of feedback looks like it is a voicemail. So let me play that now. Okay. Hi, sisters. This is Lizzie from Philadelphia. Um, no, I'm not very worky. And, yes, now that spring is arriving, I kind of live in a constant state of worrying about people asking me to look at flowers. Um, but with that said, I just wanted to tell you that I love your podcast so much. Me and my fiance discovered it towards the end of the season, and I'm a little bummed out that we discovered it so late because now you guys are moving on to Game of Thrones, and I guess now we have to watch Game of Thrones so we can still have our sisters to listen to. Um, in regards to this finale, um, I have a lot of the same opinions as Sister Jay about the last couple episodes, a lot of them kind of wonky and wah-wah. Um, but I really honestly feel like this finale did its job at tying up all the loose ends, um, made me pumped about the next season, made me mad about how long I have to wait, and I just, I really thought it was so moving and so phenomenal, like, phenomenally done. Um, I felt like I was shaking for, after I watched it. Um, so yeah, all in all, great episode. I just really wanted to make sure I could call in and, Say hi to you guys before you moved on to Game of Thrones. Um, so keep on podcasting. You guys are wonderful. Don't get bit and uh, don't look at any flowers. All right, bye, ladies. Have a great rest of the year until next season. Bye. Oh, thank you, Lizzie, for that wonderful voicemail. Thank you, Lizzie. And welcome to the family. Thank you. You and your fiance. Hi, fiance. She so didn't tell now, us what your name was. I know. Yeah, yeah. tell us his name. Tell us but his name. We now have a lurking Lizzie. A lurking Lizzie. <laughs> well, no, a not lurking Lizzie. A non lurking Lizzie. A non lurking Lizzie. Because yeah, but Lizzie, that was great. We are so glad that you are enjoying our podcast. That is so funny, though. I wonder. I bet people do come up to you and say, "Look, and at, say, the look at the flowers." <laughs> Look, if anyone does that, just run. Yeah, just, just run. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm getting caught up in here. Oh, that is so cute. That's funny. Yeah, so follow us on over to Game of Thrones. Yes. And when you when you um 
send your next feedback, then tell us what your fiance's name is. We can say hi. And send a in, proper hi. And send in your taglines. Yeah. Look, y'all remember we have a tagline contest. Oh, that's right. We do. Going on. You for, have for Game of Thrones. You have until next Thursday, which is when we are going to Pod, uh, podcast uh, record. Game of Thrones or record Game of Thrones, the first episode, the first mm-hmm. podcast. So you have another week. To get your taglines in. We've gotten a few. Thank you, Tammy and BJ. Please send us an email with yours. I think you attached it to Facebook, which it wouldn't come up. Uh, so we've gotten a few, but we need more. Yeah. To make our podcast special. So Yeah. Thank intro you. Special. Thank you, so Lizzie. So thank you, Lizzie. Make sure you send yours in, too. All right. Okay. Our next um, email is from Toya. Hey, Toya. A.K.A. the Widow Drogo. Ah, the Widow Drogo. Hey, sisters and the rest of the fam. (laughs) Just saw your post on Facebook and felt the pressure you applied on me to get this feedback in. (laughs) So here you go. (laughs) (laughs) I blame y'all if I forget something. Laugh out loud. This will not be a long-ass email. (laughs) Anywho, my thoughts. I was pleasantly surprised with the finale. My expectations were low because we know how Walking Dead is sometimes. But I must say I really enjoyed this one. Rick was back to the old Rick, making smart, terse decisions by staying off the tracks and stashing a cache of weapons and coming in the back door. Then his old cop skills came to play when he spotted the watch, poncho, and riot gear. Rick was was ready, Jack. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the scenes with Daryl and Rick and also the moments with Michonne and Carl. That was really sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, wait, I forgot about Rick biting that motherfucker in the throat. (laughs) That was awesome. When your back is against the wall, you will do whatever you have to do to protect you and yours. And Rick did that shit. That's true. I couldn't imagine the thought of having to witness someone rape my child. Mm, Lord mm, have mercy. mm. You don't mess with the mama bear's cubs, honey. Mm. Papa bear Rick has my respect for chomping that fool. Yeah, me too. Okay, this feels like it's getting to be long ass, so I'll cut it short. (laughs) Glad Glad most of the crew has been reunited, and I like how it ended with Rick saying that those fools are messing with the wrong motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. They don't know nothing about Rick Grimes. Mm -hmm. It's about to go down in my Kevin Hart voice. Laugh out loud. (laughs) Can't wait till next season. Thank you, ladies, for another wonderful season. Thanks, fam, for all your awesome feedback, and I will see y'all over at Dim Thrones. Toya, a.k.a. The Widow Drogo. Thank you, Toya. Thank you, Toya. Very, very good. Short. Short. Yeah, it's kind of short. Uh, email. Email. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That wasn't too long, so that, that that's a good thing. Not long at all. I know we all are tripping out about getting him biting that dude's throat. I know, but you know what? It was necessary. He had to. It was necessary. He had him in a bear hug. His arms was pinned down. What else he gonna do? What else you gonna do? Headbutt mm-hmm. or tear mm-hmm. out his throat? And the mm-hmm. headbutt, the first headbutt didn't work. And the only, and, and he had the element of surprise in more ways than one. Yes. He had the element of surprise yes. and the other rednecks, they was just shocked because they couldn't believe it. Couldn't that believe gave it. Michonne time to kill Tony. And another one of them fools. How do you remember all their names? Because I do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please. You know? But anyway. I can't ever remember that. And then that, and then that also allowed Daryl to get the upper hand on his, his two guys. Yeah, because he was able to shoot up 
Because she, cause she shot a couple of them, and then the other one was, like, startled. Yep. You know? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. This was That was a very good scene. Okay. Well, thank you, Toya. Thank you, Toya. Our next email is from Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Oh, and Tori. Okay, cool. Hello, Sister K and J and the Sister Speak family. It's truck drivers Ashley and Tori again. Yay! First, I want to start off by saying that all of us truck drivers are not all that bad. Laugh out loud. (laughs) And we never, in caps, drive tired. Yeah, okay. We love breathing and don't want to be laying on our side, which is something we see often all over the country. Ooh, wow. Sad but true. I bet so. And I just wanted to clarify that we were most definitely ready to see Lurkin' Lizzie go, but we don't think we would have had the guts to kill her the way Carol did. Hmm. So we would have just left her in the house and let her figure things out for herself. Oh. Since she wanted to be a walker so bad, she would have had friends very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that's kind of mean, though. Now, don't get us wrong. What Carol did was the humane thing to yeah. do. Yeah. We just don't know if we could have brought ourselves to do it. But, hey, it was past time for her to look at the flowers. Yep. Well, anywho, on to feedback from Sunday's episode. This episode was absolutely awesome. Most definitely one of our top favorites. Yep. So we are just going to jump right into Rick. Was he not amazing in this episode? He was good. I most definitely thought this was some of the best acting we have seen him do. Mm -hmm. When Joe and his crew, minus Daryl, came up on Rick, Michonne, and Carl, we were about ready to pass out. (laughs) We were just looking at the screen and saying, oh shit, oh hell no. (laughs) But oh, and then there comes Daryl to save the day. Poor Carl is about to be touched. I hate using the other word. Mm-hmm. And you can see in Rick's eyes, at that very moment, he lost his mind. Exactly, see. And in losing his mind, Joe's neck goes with it. Mm-hmm. We were screaming, hell yeah! It's about <laughs> fucking time! Rick is back. We loved it. We felt so sorry for Carl. He looked really shocked and hurt. I know. But then Rick plows his knife all in fat boys, small and large intestines. Mm. He loves his son, that is for damn sure. Mm-hmm. It was a great scene. We like how this episode went back and showed that Rick, what Rick was trying to do back at the prison. We all thought for sure that Rick was gone, but this episode really brought him back full circle. Yep. It showed that he was trying to teach Carl that th- there is more to life than killing zombies and running for your life. It seems like it was more Herschel's doing than Rick's. I think so too. I know, I think so too. But in fact, in this world, all you can do is fight and run. It really makes you look at this whole perspective from a different point of view. Not that he didn't want to be the leader, but that he wanted better for his kids, which is what most parents want for their children. And the only way he could give him better was by not killing at all and being better. Mm -hmm. Herschel thought they were safe enough in the prison for them to allow Rick to relax. He relaxed too much, and it costed lives of those he cherished. Yep. But we think he understands that now. Rick won't be bitching out any anymore, we don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Thanks to Michonne, Carl seems to see that as well. Michonne and Carl always have really touching scenes. Mm-hmm. The way Carl looks up to her is a breath of fresh air. Yep. And the way Michonne gave us a little more background on her while talking to Carl. I only have one question. So what exactly did happen to her little boy? We got confused on that part. We watched it three times and got confused every time on that part. He got chomped. Can you help us out, sisters? He got chomped. Yeah, he got chomped. And that the 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 daddy and Mike, or the Mike and the friend, Terry, Terry didn't 
stop it because yeah, they were high. They couldn't save him because yeah. they were high. Yeah, and they got chomped. And, and of course, right, they got chomped. So rather than to kill them, the adults, then she let them she let turn. turn. Mm-hmm. Um, because I took it like when she was talking to Carl, I took it like when she. When she came back from the run and saw the fence was down, of course, she's panicky. She runs and, you know, Andre was already dead, probably. Yeah, I took it that he was already dead. Already dead. Because and they were already bit. And they were already bit, but they were still alive because yeah. they was high. Yeah. Um, she says, and now what about that yard of bones? Mm-hmm. Clearly human bones. Yep. So that confirms our suspicion. They are eating people. I think so. Storing them in Tupperware shipping containers <laughs> and whatnot. That's just crazy. <laughs> I know it. Come on in and let me make you a plate. Mm. Laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. All in all, Rick is on to their games, and Rick is back. Yep. They have no idea who they are screwing with. I know. Episode one of next season is going to be an amazing one. We can't wait. But before we get to that, it's about time for Dim Thrones. Let the games begin. Yep. Sorry for the long-ass sister. Uh, long-ass sister. Sorry for the long-ass email, sisters. Don't read us too bad. You ain't sorry. Thanks again for all you ladies <laughs> yeah. do. Y'all are truly amazing. Talk to y'all later. Ashley and Tori. Thank you, Ashley and Tori. Thank you, Ashley and Tori. And we don't mind that long-ass email because this is the finale. So, you know, that's that's fine. And you had some good points, too. We knew it was going to be long. Mm-hmm. We just knew it. Well, thank you, Ashley and thank- Tori. Yep. Okay, our next email is from Christine. Hey, Christine. It's about time, Christine. Where you been? <laughs> Hi, your sisters. OMG, Badass Rick is back with a lot more bite to him. Yep. The human becomes the biter. Interesting. Totally love the episode. My heart was racing fast. It was so tense. Mm-hmm. So Joe got bit. Daryl got beat. Carl, thank God, never got raped. Dirty son of a bitch deserved what he got. Great touching scenes with Daryl and Rick and Michonne and Carl. I was quite teary. Mm-hmm. Termin- terminus, meaning end of line, was food for thought. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Mary's still offering food. It's McDonald's Walking Dead style. Ew. My thoughts probably the same as everyone that... Uh, my thoughts probably the same as everyone is that they are cannibals. I'm thinking they want fresh meat. Yep. So chop off bits while the person is alive. Otherwise, the meat would go off with no freezers and the person would turn. Either that or they remove the head first so the virus cannot spread and then cook them up. Be- Ew. What the fuck? I feel sick thinking about it. Laugh out loud. Ew. Yeah. Wondering if Carol, Tyrese, etc. turn up and hear shots for help or they were close by and heard shots or even saw some of what happened, which hopefully can help our A-team rail car group. Rick is going to get real mad now. This Gareth should get a thick scarf on before Rick bites his neck. Yep. Yeah, huh? I wonder if this group is a cult. That room with candles seems very sect-like. Yep. Maybe even offering up some food for the gods as a sacrifice. I don't know much about cults. Only our Walking Dead sister speak one. (laughs) (laughs) Michonne knew this group were not at that moment trying to kill them. Perhaps Beth has been taken by another person who maybe knows about this cult and is possibly saving her. Could be. I don't freaking know, but October cannot come quick enough. My brain hurts from thinking so much. Laugh out loud. Abraham seems shocked to meet Rick. I'm thinking he won't be in charge anymore now that Rick is there. Uh, yeah, he won't. Yeah, be. he won't. He wasn't in charge anyway. No. 
Eugene ought to tell them the cure before he becomes dinner, don't you think? He don't know no damn cure. Eugene does not know any cure. I don't think cure. he knows either. No, and he's never said he did. Rambling on. Sorry, Sister J. Well, a little sorry. I know right. <laughs> you not. Anyhow, ladies, thank you for being so great as always, and especially being on time this season. <laughs> Actually, a little too on time. You pulled a fast one on us all. Ha ha ha. Love to you both and all the Walking Dead family. Missing it already. Until October, stay safe. Much love and don't get bit unless it's by Rick. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. P.S. Does Shalita have any more cons to go to? I enjoy seeing the pictures and wondering who she'll meet. Catch you both on Dim Thrones cast. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Love, Christine. P.P.S. Sister J, please podcast Vikings. Sister K, you can read a book about corn. Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, as soon as Sister K. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Christine. As soon as Sister K gets caught up, yeah, maybe we can do an after show on Vikings or something. Cause maybe, yeah, maybe it's gonna take me forever to catch up. Well, I don't, know, I don't know, but anyway, but yeah, I do enjoy that. But uh, back to the Walking Dead, though. Yeah, I think some of your ideas are probably that they may turn out to be true. Maybe someone else does have Beth, and maybe, maybe the uh, the funeral parlor house is a trap that Terminus made to trap people. No, I can't figure that out. I don't though. think Terminus would set that up. Yeah, somebody set that that funeral parlor house up as a trap, though. Yeah, but that was a trap, though. Yeah, that was a trap. I might have been somebody. So else. somebody, somebody else must have Beth. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Christine. We're glad you got in this week. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and don't be reading us about our schedule no more. I know, y'all. y'all <laughs> Because we done already gave you lots of warning. Now, now see, if the, we was, the, the Game of Thrones, we're going to be on the same schedule. Now, see, if we was late, they would be up in arms. Oh, yeah, they'd be up, up in arms. Up in arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hey, lovely sisters and the awesome Sister Speak family. OMG, Rick went ham on that China Beach dude. <laughs> he showed it. I love that. In order to survive... And save his family, Rick had to go full-on berserker zombie mode and chomp that bitch. Yeah. The Herschel flashbacks and Rick's sweet earnestness with Daryl were a great juxtaposition to show that Rick's humanity and savagery don't have to be mutually exclusive. See, yeah. Yeah. I see y'all, that now, though. Y'all yeah. Right. I love that Rick quickly came to terms with that, full stop, without us having to sit through any further angst or hallucinations. Ain't that the truth? That is so true. It always surprises me that the show doesn't use sexual violence as a trope more often. With with apocalyptic fiction, that's always granted. Yeah. But the show rarely uses it, mostly hinting at it like the governor with Maggie. I'm glad they're not heavy-handed with it, since it was so much more effective for raising the stakes for poor Carl yeah. and Michonne. I think we all cheered when Rick slowly gutted that disgusting, Ooh, slobbering yeah. asshole like a, a butchered pig. Yes. I know I did. I know I did. Get that nasty mother. <laughs> Speaking of butchered, Terminus's train tracks and snipers were like a giant human version of Rick's rabbit trap. Yep. That's what you said, Sister Jay. Yep. I'm glad that Rick, Michonne, and Daryl had enough sense to hide weapons and sneak inside instead of the previous band of morons 
who waltzed through the front doors like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Rick probably should have slowed his roll when he saw Herschel's watch. But at least we can all now cross our fingers that um, BAMF, badass motherfucker Carol, and Tyrese <laughs> will find those hidden weapons and save them all next season. I hope so. Yeah, hopefully that's what happens. And, and somebody else mentioned, too, that maybe they were close enough to hear the gunfire and stuff. Yeah. Or maybe they were even close enough coming from the back view to see them running and stuff. So uh, hopefully. I hope so. So they won't just walk up in there, too. Right. Mm-hmm. As always, thanks again so much to you ladies for all of your hard work with producing such awesome content. And thanks so much to the rest of the family for their hilarious and insightful feedback. <laughs> I can't wait to hear everyone's taglines for Dim Thrones. Dim Thrones! Sister J, Nate and I just started watching Vikings, and we're already hooked. Yay! Thanks so much for the recommendation. <laughs> we hope you ladies might think about recapping True Detective, too. But I know you probably don't have enough time. Yeah. What the hell do all these writers have against flowers? <laughs> I did not need to see that hillbilly creeper and I know his it. sister wife making flowers. I know it. Ooh. That's what I meant when I was telling uh, one of our, what, Tim or, 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 some, or somebody who watched uh, True Detective um, don't be eating food and stuff. Ooh, that nasty See, wife. Ooh, I need God. to catch up on that one, too. Ooh, you talk about some nasty people. Ooh, Lord. Anyway. She says, shit, sorry for the long-ass email. Love, Jackie. P.S. Of course, Nate says, hey, sisters. Hey, Nate. Hey, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie also sent us a um, tagline, so we will save that for Game next Thrones. week. Okay, cool. Yes. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we already told y'all happy anniversary last time, didn't we? Yes, we did. Because they were celebrating their, their year anniversary, anniversary yeah. so... Congratulations again, Congratulations. y'all. And yep, can't wait to hear you for Game of Thrones. Can't wait. And then looks like we also got a message from Jackie. It's a thank you card. Oh, Jackie. Aww. She sent us a $40 Amazon gift card. Oh, that's says, so cute. Hey, lovely sisters. I can't thank you enough for all of your hard work in creating the world's best podcast. I hope you ladies can use this to buy some wine for the premiere <laughs> of Dim Thrones. Love, Jackie. Oh, Jackie, that's so sweet. Thank you, Jackie. That is so sweet. Why did you do that? Oh, my goodness. That is so nice of you. That's sweet. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, we'll drink it up. <laughs> well, Sister J will drink it up. <laughs> Aw, you did not have to do that. That is so cute. If I could figure out how to turn to, to send that back to you, I would. <laughs> I don't think we can, so Oh, that's so thank nice. Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you. That's very nice. You very thoughtful. We did not need to do that. We'll use it to offset the website or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there are costs associated yeah. with that. So Yeah, there thank are costs. Thank you so much. So thank you. Oh, so nice. Mm-hmm. So nice. Okay, our next email is from Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. Hey, sisters and Sister Speak family. Really enjoyed the season finale of The Walking Dead. I was sad, but Game of Thrones starts up Sunday, so I'm perked right up. Yeah, I see. This 
that's gonna that's gonna be helpful. Yeah, because otherwise yeah. we'd all be having our lips Look, stuck out. I know. <laughs> this time I will apologize to Sister K for the long eyes email since she's reading. Boop. <laughs> Let's get started. Okay. I just listened to last week's podcast and I totally agree that Maggie Glenn, Super Brain Eugene, and Ultimate Fighter Abraham should have been smarter than to just walk right into Terminus without scoping anything out. Yep. The whole thing was just poor writing or showed some, how stupid they really are. Poor writing, I would say. Yeah. Was was glad to see that Rick, Daryl, and Michonne had more sense. Yep. Not much more, but still more. <laughs> their suspicion of new places shows why they are considered the leaders among their people. In a Excuse me. In either group, I would have hung out a little longer until I at least saw someone roaming around. Yeah. See, see that was my thing. Yeah, that's How what you said. How are you going to be talking about sanctuary? Ain't don't see nobody. Mm-hmm. When I saw Rick sitting there covered in blood, shaking with that look on his face, I thought for sure that Carl and Michonne were dead. See, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Me too. I'm so glad that wasn't the case. The grifters got exactly what they deserved. Didn't they, though? I loved when Rick tore Joe's throat out and spit that shit out. I had a mini flashback of the Tyson Holyfield fight with the, with the ear. Yeah. Not loud. The only thing I kept thinking is that I bet Carl won't be saying he doesn't need Rick anymore anytime soon. His daddy saved them all with that chomp. Yeah. And saved him from becoming Bubba's bitch. Yeah. That Terminus place is creepy as hell. Isn't it though? I still think they are all cannibals. Mm-hmm. When they had Rick and them on the run, did y'all see all of those carcasses? Yep. They looked human to me, but they could have been animal. I haven't seen. There's any- not that many animals not, around. Not, not two years out. No, yeah. those were people. I haven't seen any large animals in a few seasons. That creepy ass shrine. Never again. Never trust. We all. We first always. Doesn't really give away the true intention of the terminant. Termites, they're calling them termites. But I did notice I didn't see any kids. Never trust a place without kids. Oh, you know, that's a good Ooh. point. But you know what? We didn't see a lot of people, period. Mm-mm. At all. Mm-mm. So I feel like if they had any kids, they'd be whisked away in a building somewhere, hiding. I don't know. Because the only people we really saw were a couple of people eating and then a whole bunch of sniper type people, mm-hmm. you know? It was nice to see that Glenn's crew wasn't dead, even though it was a bittersweet reunion. The only chance they have is that if Carol and Tyrese heard the gunfire or saw what went down. They probably won't be able to do much because they have Judith, but, but here's hoping that someone can help them. I know Rick sounded super convincing with that they don't know who they're screwing with, but just looking at the situation, I think he's delirious from hunger or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because how the hell are they going to get out of there? Hey, he got, I don't he see, got something. Yeah, she said, I don't see how they get out of this one. But if they do and can take over, Terminus seems like a good place to settle in. Now, that's the truth. It does. Yep. But I don't think that's going to be lasting I either. don't know. I don't know. Oof, it I was so know. nice to see Herschel again this episode. It was interesting to see that he was the one that pushed Rick into the farmer role to help him find his humanity. Anyway, peeps. Looking forward to the podcast and Game of Thrones. Yay. Thank you, Jazzy, Jazzy. for that email. Thank you. And yeah, I mean, I, of course, we know that Rick and and at least part of his crew, they're going to get out of it, though. But I don't know. Mm. That's going to be the thing. But that's why, that's what makes for a good cliffhanger. 
Very See? good. Mm-hmm. And that was an excellent cliffhanger. Yeah, it was very good. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Thank you, Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Uh, hey, sisters. Wow, what an excellent finale. Wow. Yep. I would give it an A-. minus. I would have given it an A+, plus, but I felt that the last few minutes were a little lackluster after that huge buildup, but still very satisfying. <laughs> yeah. And y'all know this is going to be a long-ass email. Oh, Lord, Sorry, Sister J, but it can't be helped. All right, come on, girl. So, I'm dying to hear what Sister J has to say about Rick now. Because Rick, <laughs> Rick is the man. He will do what needs to be done to protect his family. Inc- he will. Including chopping on Joe's throat and gutting a would-be child rapist. I forgive Rick for banishing Carol. Ooh, y'all, did y'all hear that? <laughs> I already said that before. Because another listener asked that, too. Yep. That whole sequence was amazing. Yep. I was holding my breath the whole time. It was so tense. Just well done all around. It was very good. I was legit worried that Carl or Michonne were going to get raped before they got out of that mess. Mm-hmm. But as usual, these mofos are screwing with the wrong people. <laughs> they just don't know. Rick will go apeshit on somebody attacking them, especially Carl. Yep. That was so terrifying. When that man started messing with his pants, I was so scared that that poor boy was about to get violated. Damn, terrifying. And here comes Daryl. I knew he would stand with Rick if it came across if he came across him. Yeah. Plus, he damn sure wasn't going to be down with them raping raping someone. Of course, he got roughed up, but some he got roughed up some. But once Rick got the ball rolling, team badass. My new name for Rick Michonne, Daryl, and Carl. Yep. Kill all of them fools. All of them. Just amazing. Love the You're My Brother chat Rick and Daryl had the next day. Mm-hmm. So glad Daryl's back with, the, with part of the group. And yes, Rick has some anger issues. But when your anger issues keep your child and his new mommy from being raped, you be as angry as you need to be. That's man. right. He says new mommy. <laughs> <laughs> it was necessary. Very. And Rick asked about Beth. He's more concerned than her own sister. I know it. He asked about Beth. By the way, why wouldn't Daryl say Beth was taken? He made it sound like she left him. I know. That's so true. That's what everybody keeps saying. Why didn't he say? And and why didn't didn't he just say? Yeah. We was together, but uh, somebody snatched her. Somebody snatched her ass up. Yeah. We finally get Michonne telling exactly what happened with Mike, Terry, and little Andre. Yep. Those fools were high when the camp got attacked and that adorable baby got eaten. Mm-hmm. Damn. And why the brothers have why the brothers have to be getting high? Just saying. <laughs> That's what Brother Ray said. That's what Brother Ray said. What do y'all think about Carl saying he's a monster? No, that was Michonne. Uh uh A Manny A Manny Menzo. Was it Manny or was yeah. it Brother Ray? It was Manny. Okay. He didn't one like of y'all. One of y'all. Well, sometimes brothers do be getting high. Yeah. But sometimes white brothers be getting high, too. <laughs> Just saying. So she says, what do y'all think about Carl saying he's a monster? Well. I think he's just saying. If, if I think he's coming to grips like Rick came to grips with that part of himself. Yeah. That he can go there I think if he need to. I think Carl always had grips with that. I think he was trying to pretend for Rick. Well, he was trying to be what Rick wanted him to be. Right. Mm-hmm. See. So I was really happy that they scouted out Terminus first before they went up in there. Unfortunately, they still got trapped. Yeah. Everything up to when they realized it was a trap was good. I was pissed about how easily they were trapped. Yeah. 
but loved Rick spotting those items from their group. Mm-hmm. You can't go around taking people's stuff and not expect someone to recognize it. I know. Love how in sync they are. As soon as Rick reacted, the rest of them, uh, the rest of Team Badass grabbed their weapons. That's what you said. Loved see. it. I know. I love that. And uh-huh. they all went back to back. They all was back to backs. Um, but I do love Team Badass, a.k.a. the ringleader, the archer, the samurai, and the kid. <laughs> love those names for them. I know. That, that was, was awesome. Good. That, that was, was good. good. Yeah. They still ended up in a train car and reunited with Glenn, Maggie, Sasha, and Bob. Notice Bob is still grinning. Yeah, he was. Was he? I didn't even notice yes. him laughing or grinning. Well, but I took it like he was grinning because Rick, Rick and Michonne and them were, were back. She says, they may be about to be dinner, but at least he's not alone. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> so did you notice the look Rick gave Tara when he saw her? Yep. He knows who she is. Hell yeah, he knows. There's definitely going to be some interesting convos going on in there. Yep. Daryl has to tell Maggie about the sister she already forgot about. Mm-hmm. Somebody is going to spill about Tara and the guff before Glenn can explain to Maggie. Yep. And you know Team Badass is not going to believe any of that bullshit Eugene is selling. Yep. Cannot wait. So, to quote Rick, they are screwing with the wrong people. I so, agree. here are my questions. Where's Carol, Tyrese, and Judith? Are they in one of those other train cars? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think they're still I out there. I think they were They were behind. Because they, yeah, I think so too, because they stayed like a day or two in that yeah, house. Yeah, see. Was Beth on the grill, or is she in a whole other place that has nothing to do with Terminus? I'm beginning to think that she's in a whole, whole other different place. place. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And did they see all those human remains there? Yes. Gross. So how will the group get out of this sucker? Cannot mm-hmm. wait to hear your responses. Now that, I don't know. I don't know, because The only thing I can think of is that um, Tyrese and Carol will give them some kind of an out or in, you know, to get out, some kind of opportunity. I don't think so. I, well, that could be too, but I think one of them will get away. Uh, those boxcars is right next to the back fence. They already done scaled a fence, so I think that's, that's true. One of them will get over that fence. Some, some somehow yeah, they're gonna get something. Out. They're gonna overpower whoever opens up that that train car and feeds them or something. Something. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Sister K and Sister J. Y'all put out a fabulous podcast, the best. Folks who don't understand that need to sit down and shut up, <laughs> or Rick is gonna chomp them. <laughs> Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Sorry for the long ass email, Sister J. No, you're not. Psych. No, I'm not. <laughs> P.S.S. I hope I'm doing the tagline right for Den Thrones. Okay. Um, figured since I made it through the Polar Vortex this winter and about 15 different snowstorms, <laughs> I gotta go old school and do Winter is Coming. Uh-huh. Just hopefully not for a long ass time. Laugh out loud. Take care, and I can't wait for y'all to discuss Den Thrones. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita, for that long ass long email. Ass email. Ooh, the case throat is pot. Yeah, my throat's starting to go out. Can y'all hear it? <laughs> We're gonna wait and play your uh, tagline next week, Shalita. So mm-hmm. uh, listen for that on the um, podcast. But thank you so much. But thank you, Shalita. Thank yeah. you. We appreciate it. and thank you for all the pictures you post and yep. everything every week. Ooh, they every are so week. good. Oh, okay, let me take a, a quick swig of my drink, and here we go. Okay. Our next email is from Paris. Hey, Paris. Hello, sisters and Sister Speak family. 
I think we can we can call it now and say we all collectively screamed, oh shit, throughout this entire episode. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Let's dig in. It's a long ass one. Uh-oh. I love the opening of this episode where we got to see Herschel again. It was interesting to get a brief glimpse of the group right after the governor's assault on the prison last season. It was also a nice juxtaposition to hear Herschel trying to counsel Rick about Carl against what happened later in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, see, I liked the flashback. I didn't, but I understand them better now, though. When Joe and the Claimers ambushed Rick, Michonne, and Carl, I was scared as hell for them. Mm-hmm. Then when Daryl showed up and stepped up to sacrifice himself, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, they are really going to kill him. That's what I thought, too, See? because he was yep. sacrificing himself. Yep, I, I thought, thought that too. oh, they better not kill when off Daryl. teach him all the way, I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That scene was one of the most horrifying scenes on the show to date. Yep. Especially when, especially when poor Carl was about to suffer at the hands of that disgusting molester slash rapist. Yep. When Rick snapped and ripped out Joe's juggler with his teeth, my friend and I screamed, fuck yes. <laughs> it was as if in that moment, Rick had to let go of the old world humanity he's clung to and embrace the monster he's needed to, he needed to be to save his family. Yep. I couldn't help but think, where Herschel might have frowned, Shane would have been proud. Oh, Shane would have been proud. Shane would have been proud. He said, come on. <laughs> From that point on, I was back on Team Rick. Yeah, I, I'm back. I, I, yeah, yeah. I understood Rick, although I still enjoy the hell out of the episodes where he's limping and shit and Carl's looking at him crazy and mm. talking to him crazy. Anyway, mm. the scene with Rick and Daryl gave me all the feels. I was. It was great to finally hear Rick call Daryl his brother. Yeah. And it was clear that that excuse me. And it was clear this really got through to Daryl. Yep. The scene with Michonne and Carl really drove home to me that these past eight episodes have been trying to say. We got the final piece we've been wanting to learn about Michonne's past. Yeah. Her rage at her lover and friend for allowing her son to die. Her revenge by allowing them to turn and mutilating them. And her descent into human inhumanity as she wandered aimlessly until she found a reason to be human again. Denai Guerrera cap- captivates in that moment as she conveys to Carl that sometimes you have to become that monster to protect your people in this dark new world. But you don't have to let it consume you the way the governor, the claimers, and she did at one point. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's true. Finally, on to the subject of Terminus. I think we all knew what to expect from a place with that name that seemingly had no guards and unlocked doors. Yeah. Uh, that is so true. No, yeah. and, and doors just hanging open. Yeah, that's what we said last time. I thought it was absolute genius of Rick and gang to plant some of their weapons outside the perimeters behind Terminus and go in the back way. We got to see the woman who was in charge of sending out the broadcast to lure survivors to their doom. Yep. Do you sisters think Rick should have played it cool a bit longer after realizing the people were wearing some of his group's clothing? No. Not that they not that there was too much they could have done. They would have ended up in the same spot. I think so at some point. Mm-hmm. Did you see all those names and ages scribbled in that lap in that one room? Yep. Are we to assume that all of these names are the victims of this cannibalistic tribe? Yeah. How in the hell are they gonna get out of this one? The final shot of Rick and company being reunited with the others in that freight car ended on one of the most exciting notes to date. <laughs> I cannot wait for season five. Paris. P.S. 
Angela, my mom, is officially caught up on every episode of The Walking Dead. So, wow. Angela, Mama Angela. Hey. Hi, Mama Angela. Hi, Mama Angela. She asked me where I thought poor Beth might be, and I said sorry, but the consensus, um, consensus among fans is that she might been might have been on that grill in Terminus. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear from everyone. On to Dim Thrones. <laughs> and he sends us a, a picture of Rick, and it says, Rick Grimes took a bite out of out crime. Of crime. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Rick McGrimes, like McGruff. Yeah, McGruff. Yeah, took a bite out of crime. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris, for that long and evening. And, man, your mom powered through those she episodes. She sure did. I mean, three, what, four seasons that quick? Wow. Welcome, Miss Angela. Thank you, Pat. Thank, thank you, you Paris. Yes, thank you, Paris. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, our next email is from uh, Tartar. Hey, Tiger. 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 I just want to write in to let y'all know how much of an impact you ladies have made in my life these past few years. Cool. I've wrote in before on a True Blood episode as we, as well as the Big Brother Australia finale. Huh. Can't seem to remember what name I used. <laughs> I can't either because we did not have a Tartar then. Huh. So. Oh, well, that doesn't matter now. I listen to every podcast y'all do. But don't write in because of my lack of not wittiest, my lack of not wittiest as the others, and I damn sure don't come up with these conclusions that your listeners do. My friend and I oh. call each other slow because we have to watch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're not slow. You're not slow. He says, my friend and I call each other slow because we have to watch the episode twice to catch some stuff. Well, we watch it more than one time. We watch it twice, too. Yeah. Damn shame. Anyway, (laughs) I was was on the bus just now coming home from work and fighting back so many tears because April 11th marks three years I lost my mother, which has completely turned my world upside down. While listening to music... Uh, wasn't helping, I thought, let me try some sister speak. I'm sure any episode I choose will turn that frown upside down. And Lord did it. Aww. I just wanted to let y'all know that you two are truly amazing. I stumbled upon y'all at the moment I need the most distraction and have been and have been hooked ever since. Oh, and I love these negative I love those negative reviews. <laughs> they have me screaming and laughing. <laughs> well we don't like them <laughs> I think think he means when we... Right, read their ass. Yeah, when we read them. As for the episode, it was a little disappointing for me. Especially Rick's whack-ass line at the end. (laughs) Oh, I liked that! I liked it. Glad to see that everyone made it through because I was clenching my pearls the whole time. (laughs) Until Game of Thrones, ladies, don't get bit. And Sister K, if you come across some White Walkers, find yourself a Sam. <laughs> I, I know how much you love you some Sam. Yeah, she do. They, he's useless. Tartar. Thank you, thank Tartar. you, Tartar, and thank you for that email. Thank you and for that email. Letting and, us know. And sorry for the loss of your yeah, mom, though. Sorry about that. That's but hard. I'm glad we could help you laugh and and you know get through. Get your mind off of it. Yeah. For at least one or two or three hours. hours. <laughs> yeah, one or two or three. Or almost four, that one. And don't feel slow. 
because we watch it more than one time. Yeah, we watch it more than once. We have to, We're though. on Twitter, you know, tweeting. And so you can kind of get ideas of some things that are happening from people in Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we're not coming up about, believe me. Y'all come up with way more interesting well, yeah, stuff than I and, did. And some people really think of some really good theories and stuff that yes. I didn't even see. I didn't see. And sometimes I, uh, you know, depending upon how much I like the episode, sometimes I watched it even three times. Mm-hmm. But just to give you a little hint, though, whenever I watch shows that I really like, I always have the captions on. Yeah, because I like to read, uh, be able to read the words. Because sometimes I can't catch all their dialogue, especially when them bitches be mumbling and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Anyway, <sighs> thank, you, thank you, Carter. Okay, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, sisters. I am just now catching my breath after that finale. Shit, <laughs> they had me stressed. Yep. First of all, let's all raise a glass to welcome back badass motherfucker Rick Grimes. That's right. Rest in peace, Farmer Rick. I can't say that you will be missed. I know. Thank you. Flashback. Oh, hey, Herschel. Guess that prison farming, we can all live happily, live here happily, happily for years and years thing didn't work out. Sorry about that. Good to see you, though. (laughs) Rick versus the next. Oh, my goodness. The little clip at the beginning with Rick sitting there all bloody had me stressed. I know. The next wandering up on Rick, Michonne, and Carl had me holding my breath. I don't know what, I don't know how I didn't pass out watching this shit. (laughs) I still might be in shock. (sighs) I didn't think there was any way possible they would get out of it. But wait, badass Rick is back. Sorry, Joe. Guess you didn't listen to the sisters because you know (laughs) the first rule is don't get bit. Don't get bit. Damn, that was nasty. Uh-huh. Nastiness aside, I was so impressed with that whole scene. And I'm pretty sure Rick sticking and sticking and sticking, that asshole kind of symbolized the death of Farmer Rick. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. He wasn't going to try and talk things out when his son was in danger. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Michonne and Daryl, for taking care of business, too. That's right. We've got the dream team together again. I know. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Pre-terminus. Thank you, Rick. I'm so glad this group had the fucking sense to scope this place out before wandering in the gates. Mm-hmm. Hiding their extra weapons was brilliant as well. As long as nobody found them. I hope not. I don't like Michonne and Carl calling themselves monsters. Did you hear Michonne say that Trick Ho number one helped bring her back from being a monster? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, think I, I think I heard Sister J saying, hell no, from across the Mississippi. And you know what? That's exactly what I said to the TV. <laughs> when she said that shit, I said, oh, hell no. That Trick Ho didn't do nothing. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I did catch that, but I wasn't going to say that. Mm-hmm. The only thing Andrea ever did was almost get Michonne killed. Ain't that the truth? And they ain't gonna turn on her. That's true. For the for the dickmatized hole that she was. I haven't seen that actor again, actress again either mm-hmm. yet. Well, depending on what she's doing, I don't even know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this whole half a season was just to remind us how difficult it is to maintain some humanity, but killing someone to protect yourself or others doesn't mean you're a terrible person. Carol figured it out a long time ago. She showed did. Rick tried to ignore it. Daryl tries to blame himself. Michonne and Carl do the shit anyway, but they don't like it. <laughs> yeah. That is so true. That's a good assessment. That is. Inside Terminus. 
That Gareth dude has to go. There I is, know it. There is nothing good about that man. Did you see his face when he saw our fearless leader standing there? He was pissed mm-hmm. and tried to play it like it was no big deal. Mm-hmm. I bet you whoever was on perimeter watch ended up on the grill that night. <laughs> you know, that's a good yeah. point. Because he, he was pissed. He did say, oh, I bet you so-and-so's on grill, or excuse me, on watch on, duty. On, yeah. Perimeter but, duty. Yeah, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that the lady grill master said, I heard you came in the back door. The second they walked up to her, mm-hmm. there are eyes and ears all over everywhere. That place. You know, because that's a good point. She How did say she that. Know so fucking fast. Yeah. Somebody she did say that. that. Yeah. Good said, point. They're coming. Yeah. Get ready. Because, yeah, she said, oh, yeah, she did say I that. Heard I heard you, you came through the back door. That was smart. Y'all are going to mm-hmm. fit in here on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> You'll fit perfectly on my grill. Because we like wild game. (laughs) (laughs) That's so nasty. That's nasty. Oh, Lord. Oh, gosh. Uh, She says, they have, um, there are eyes and ears all over that place. I'm sure we all noticed how every door they ran through was marked with the letter A. Yeah. They were obviously being herded. Mm -hmm. They were purposely not trying to kill them. Yeah. And by the looks of the place... With the walls all shot up, this sort of thing happens a lot. <laughs> I think yeah, so. Yeah, because there was a lot of shut yeah. out area. Yeah. And you know Rick saw that nasty pile of skeletons. Mm-hmm. My favorite part was Michonne's face right before she started walking over to the train car. I know. Did you see her look at that? Yes. Boat? Hey, Samurai, you next. And she gave him a look like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she says, ooh, Gareth, you better watch the fuck out. I her face said, as soon as I get my katana back, your head is the first to go. Mm-hmm. I was convinced every, everyone else was dead. So I was relieved to see them all in the train car and not covered in barbecue sauce. Yeah, me too, though. I know. How are they going to get out of this? No fucking clue. But Rick seems to be convinced that he's going to take care of business. So you go on in, Rick. That's right. Guess we won't find out until the fall. I think I rambled on enough, and since it's the season finale, there isn't much point in wondering where Carol, Tyrese, Judith, and Beth are. Hopefully, we'll find out in a few months. I can't wait till Sunday, sisters. I know you can't either. Yeah. I just have to say thank you, Sister J and Sister K, for getting me hooked on Dim Thrones. It is so good, and I'm ready to watch this next season in real time. Yep. Enough marathons for me. See you next week in Westeros, sisters. And to the rest of the family who won't be around until the fall, don't get bit. Take care, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron, Thank for you, that Aaron. email. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, we're excited about them thrones, too. Them thrones. Ooh, them thrones. we can't wait. Thank you so much, Aaron. That was awesome. Yeah, email. thank you. Okay, our next email is from uh, Black Lannister. Hey, Black Lannister. Hey, sisters. Black Lannister here. Mm-hmm. I hope you are both there today. Hopefully no one got reported to the HR department last <laughs> week. <laughs> Y'all were aggressive. Laugh out loud. I feel like a stalker. I've been emailing and Facebooking y'all all week. <laughs> First about y'all arguing and then sending pictures of people with the curtains open. Oh, yeah! 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 <laughs> I can't believe that! In your whole neighborhood. Oh, that was hilarious! Man. That was good! That, that was, was good! Hilarious. I could not believe you took the picture! I couldn't believe it either! You know, then people need to close a damn curtain. You can see through the whole damn house. The whole damn house. But it was 
several houses in a row. I know. It wasn't like it was one. It was like there was a couple of windows. Oh, and, hey, and if y'all haven't seen it, y'all need to go on our Facebook page and, and see that picture. Facebook.com slash this speak podcast. Yeah. She says, y'all are just too damn entertaining. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, gulp, gulp. Yep. This was a great episode. Super explosive. It had a lot of the unbelievable things that always drive me crazy about this show. But that's why I love, hate it so much. An example would be Carl in that truck too afraid to move. Kill Carl would have shot that dude right in the face. Yeah. Or at least tried to move to the other side of the truck, lock the door, something. There's no way he would just sat there waiting to be snatched out. But his dad had a gun to his head. That's yeah. why. That's why, because he was looking through the windshield at, at his daddy. Yeah. And Michonne. Yep. I mean, that guy, that Tony guy had a gun pointed at Michonne. At Michonne, too. Yep. And Daryl just walking right into an ass whooping. There's no way he thought he could talk those guys out of hurting Rick and crew. They had been hunting them for days and playing revenge. He would have put arrows in their asses from the woods and trusted that Rick, Carl, and Michonne would have sprung into action to help. But Rick brought all Grimes, worked it out. Mm-hmm. He went straight up zombie on old Joe. And I thought Joe had a major crush on Daryl. That, <laughs> I know. I know. He, that bromance was getting on my nerves. But he was ready to kill Daryl real quick. Yep. I don't even want to talk about the, the pedophile. He got what he deserved. Yeah. I don't know how many times he got stabbed, but it was a lot. Luckily, this time, Rick was able to snap out of this crazy quickly. I was afraid he would start with those damn Lori visions again. <laughs> Phones ringing and shit. But Rick, uh, but Sheriff Grime showed up and was ready to take control. He sure did. Yes, he did. I guess Terminus is a bunch of cannibals? Uh, question mark. I love when Rick slapped that plate out of his hand. <laughs> and I know that bitch wasn't wearing Daryl Dixon's damn poncho. Mm. See, I thought it was Daryl's poncho too, but maybe he gave it to Maggie. He gave it to Maggie. Yeah. Maggie was wearing it in, in one of the scenes where she was on watch. Yeah. So, yeah. Ooh, hell no. It's on now, like Rick said. They messing with the wrong people. What mm-hmm. a great line to end the season with. I think so too. P.S. And if there was any doubt in anyone's mind, nobody gives a shit about Beth. Daryl says she's just gone. <laughs> and Rick didn't have a follow-up question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <sighs> That's a good point. That is a good point. Mm, uh, mm, mm. She said, um, he just kept it moving. Makes me think she will end up saving everybody in the end. Just uh, to get on my nerves. Uh, it's been a great season, and you ladies are a boost that adds to the enjoyment each week. P.S.S. Please give my sister Roz in Fort Worth a shout out and help me convince her to catch up and watch Dem Thrones this season. Okay, Roz, you need hey, to watch Roz. Dem Thrones. Hey, Roz, shout out from the sisters. And you need to watch Game you of Thrones. You need to watch Game of yes. Thrones. It's very good, very and it's good. worth your while. Yes, it is. It's worth your while. So you need to catch up, girl. Hurry up. Catch up. Because you got a few days. Well, you can start taping it and then catch up and just get caught up. That's like, true. On the second or you third week too. so you can write us. Mm-hmm. I don't want to piss Sister J off with a long email, so I'll keep my relationship question short. Oh, we already did that. Basically, <laughs> well, listen, basically my man went missing for months. Showed back up in town with a hand missing. Just looking a mess. And he went straight to see his sister. 
He hasn't sent me a raven to tell me he's back in town. His obsession with his sister makes me kind of jealous, but I know it's silly. Just a loving family, right? Oh, gotta go. There's a raven at my window. I bet it's him. Later, sis, uh, later <laughs> ladies. And then I think she sent us a picture of her and her sister. Oh, that's Y'all cute. look so cute. Yeah, y'all look so cute. That's a good picture. Nice smile. Wow. That's a wonderful picture. Thank you, Black Lannister. Now, Thank you, Black Lannister. And you know what? Uh, you can't have Jamie because Cersei is going to be, uh, yeah, she's going to be getting you. She's going to be plotting on your ass. She's going to be drinking her wine plotting. And plotting. <laughs> yeah, Cersei's going to be a mess out this season. Uh-huh. I can already, I just already know. Oh, you know she is. A- Thank mm. you for that email. Thank you, Black Lannister. <laughs> okay, our next email is from John. Hey, John. Australia, John. Yeah. Good day. Good day, sisters. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, I'm still good, thanks. Oh, that's funny. This could be considered a long one, but I'm not sorry because I enjoy writing them as long as you enjoy reading them. <laughs> what a cool finale. I liked it. While it wasn't as action-packed as other episodes, mm-hmm. it was tense and has set up the next season to be greatly anticipated. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yes. Before I talk about the episode, I would like to summarize my thoughts on the season as a whole. Okay. While it had some of the best episodes of the entire show, like The Grove, the mid-season finale, and Herschel's Hero episode, it had some of the worst ever still, uh, still comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I think the whole season can be thought of as course correction with all the problems they had with showrunners behind the scenes and the bad finale of season three, the first half of the season was fixing the season three finale. And the second half was exploring our characters and setting a path into season five. I think that's a good assessment. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good assessment, John. Yeah. Okay. Now for the bad stuff with this episode. Uh Oh, one, you know what? Nothing was actually bad. (laughs) <laughs> now for the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. One, the demise of the Proclaimers. I guess China Beach Joe won't be joining our main group. Nope. That a-hole got bit. And the ironic thing is that if he left, he would still turn like after a zombie bite. Yep. Rick bit to kill. If your child was about to be raped, most people would snap like that. Yeah. And what about how the way Rick finished off the big guy who I'm going to call Mr. Deliverance? <laughs> Mr. Deliverance got messed up. We all know he was about to rape Carl. Yep. Goodbye, China Joe and Mr. Deliverance. Yep. Two, the flashbacks. Although they almost seem like last minute add ons, they added so much to the characters. Three, the final reunion. Although they have met in what looks to be dire circumstances, I can't be the only one thinking that now that they are back together, the Terminus termites are screwed. Yeah, I think so. I know. They just don't, they don't have no idea, though, see. They have no clue. Mm-mm. Okay. But you know what? Not even Abraham has a clue. No, he Abraham, got no clue. He don't know. Him and Rosita, they don't know. Yeah, obviously they haven't had a too much crazy. And, of course, Tara don't know either because she was she with the damn governor. Right. Or in their house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, get comfortable because here comes what it is to be the seventh greatest segment of the podcast. Stuff I'm pondering. Number one, does anyone know how much time passed in the reconnaissance of Terminus? They seem to talk, of, they seem to talk for about five minutes, bury the gun bag, and then jump the fence. 
There's no way they got a good idea of what was going on in there. Yeah, that's what others have said, that's, too. That's true. They were off of And quick. I think, we, yeah, but. I think we're supposed to assume. We're supposed to assume that they kind of uh, went around the periphery and kind of sat there for a little bit. Because, yeah. but, you know, I mean, it's an episode, so they got to get on with it. Yeah. See. Yeah. But, yeah, I think we're supposed to assume that because Rick says, okay, spread out, but everybody, you know, stay in, in a, a, a seeing distance of one another and, and, and let's just see. Yeah. So, but I agree. I mean, they, they still went in awful quick. Quick. I mean, you know. Uh, number two. So Rick gutted Mr. Deliverance and got covered in blood. Where did Rick shower and get his clothes dry cleaned? And if Rick can clean himself so well... Why can't Carl wipe his face of a little blood stain? <laughs> I think that scratches on his face. I don't yeah. think he can clean that. Those are scratches. Too well, but, mm-hmm. uh, three, just imagine you are one of the termites for a minute. Now imagine waking up in the morning, checking the shift roster, and finding out that you are on radio broadcast duty that day. They obviously have power. I'm sure they can at least find cassette play, a cassette player somewhere. <laughs> For all the smarts that Gareth says they have, it seems a waste of people. That extra person could be on guard duty watching the blind spot that Rick found. Uh-huh. Yeah, so true. Uh, number four. I have heard a lot of internet chatter asking why Daryl, uh, why didn't Daryl disclaim everyone when they found our group? Well, when Rick was struck under the, excuse me, stuck under the bed in the house before he escaped, remember that the woman was claimed when the proclaimers were searching for various rooms. So with that being Michonne, that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, because they all would have said, no, I claim, I claim, I claim. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) Number five, the candle memorial room. I think this was a memorial for people they have lost. The words also seem to serve as motivation to remember lesson learned from previous mistakes. Now, how do the logistics of this room work? Are those candles on 24 hours a day? That seems like a lot of candles to have. If there isn't a nearby candle warehouse, they would have to be making them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. but Now, I have no idea about candle making, but can you make candles from what they are cooking? Also, if they are making candles, this seems like another waste of people management. Hey, Gareth, should someone help Albert on guard duty? No, shut up and make more candles. That is a good point. Well, but candles, <clears throat> are, aren't they made from fat? I don't know. Yeah, that's how they made them, like, you know, back know in the day and stuff. Of. I, I think that's how they they, they first formulated it and everything. Know. But I don't think we're supposed to ask that yet or figure that out. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. see, I thought it was a shrine of people they've lost too, no. not people they've killed. I I, I thought it was the people that they ate because there'd be too many people the, to try to write down. Well, but see, that's what to me. That's what all the names were because they are looking at these people, even though they're capturing them. And obviously fattening them up and then slaughtering them. But I think they'd, they'd probably do some kind of ritual to thank the gods or whatever for this food they're about to get. Mm. And they do that in remembrance of the person who, in their mind, sacrificed themselves so we could live. That's what I think it is. Uh, hopefully. Well, mm. we'll but, see I next mean, it season. could be, yeah. Uh, let's see. Number six. Now for the termites themselves. For all their lessons learned, it seems dumb on their behalf to put everyone in the same train car. Yeah. They knew it was them after Rick's outburst. Wouldn't you keep a group who has a samurai, archer, commando, two more warrior women, an army medic, a police recruit, Korean Rambo, 
Mullet Man and Hoochie Hot Pants separate. separate. <laughs> the episode left us with a cliffhanger and our group under dire circumstances. But I can't help but feel they actually aren't in danger and the termites are screwed, as Rick said. Yep. Number seven. Rick is back. He didn't go to Fruit Loopville. He just needed a good slaughter to jolt him back to reality. <laughs> that must be it. I think that, yeah, that yeah, must be it. That must be it, because he's back. Number eight. I have read an article that there are three new full-timers for the cast. The person who plays Gareth, everyone's favorite police recruit, Tara, and Hoochie Pants herself, Rosita. Mm. So I wonder who will die to make room for them. Nine. We all know there is a gun bag outside to give them their arsenal when they take over the termite compound. But if they are close enough, there is another gun stash. It is in a little town being run by an old favorite black man. Is this an opportunity for a return of Morgan? I hope so. That would be so awesome. That would be so awesome. That would be great. Oh, I would love it. I love Morgan's character. I love that character. I love that character. I love that character. Because he is crazy enough. That's why he's surviving. Yep, but he's smart. He's smart. I like him. And and the whole reason why they put that shit around their perimeter is because of Morgan. Yep, yep, they learned that from him. Yep, Rick learned that from him. Number 10, I know I haven't even mentioned Carol and Tyrese yet. I'm sure a lot of other people would have done so, saying that they are a potential rescue party for our heroes. Well, that is me done. As this is the only show on the Sister Speak Network I watch, I don't know what I could possibly do during the break. Winter is coming down under here, so do you have any suggestions of anything for me and my wife to catch up on and watch? Cheers, ladies. Have a good one. See you in Season 5. John from Australia. Well, thank Thank you, John, John. for that wonderful long-ass email. That was a long-ass one, John. Well, John, we've mentioned a bunch of shows already that um, we watch, but why aren't y'all watching Game of Thrones? Yeah. That's my question i mean it is an awesome show it is so good it is very very good and it's got intrigue adventure uh sex depraved sick people cussing everything yep dire wolves and dragons Ooh, (laughs) i love it and there's a whole bunch of shows that people have talked about so far like the vikings the vikings is very good it comes on the Excuse me. The Vikings comes on the History Channel, but you could probably get uh, you can get the first season on Netflix or if you have Amazon Prime. Yeah, there's a bunch of shows that you could watch, but I yeah. just want to know why not Game of Thrones. <laughs> there, uh, there's a uh, True Blood. Now True Blood's getting ready to have their very last season, so this would be well, what he season says he doesn't seven. watch that. Oh, because he doesn't watch anything else that we talk about. Well, well, John, you're just up shit creep. Yeah, you just up shit creep. You need to start watching one of our shows we talk about. Yeah, watch True Detective or... No, Game of Thrones, True Blood. You can watch Person of Interest on CBS. We don't the podcast. Black. Well, but hey, even if we don't podcast it, he can still... He wants something that they can uh, they, they can watch Oh yeah. during the winter. That's what he said. I don't know, John, but we mentioned a bunch today. So just yep. pick one of those and try it out and see if you like it. And see then, if you like it. Yeah, and just go from there. Mm-hmm. But... Again, I'm recommending Game The of Blacklist is really good. I don't know if they have it there yet. Or do they have yeah, it there? I don't know. In Australia? See, I don't know what y'all can get. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know. If you want to, John, email me and I can tell you how you can watch it. Yeah. If you don't get it there. Yeah, she'll know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Okay, our next email is actually a voicemail. It looks like it's from Joseph, so let me play that now. Okay. 
Hey sisters, it's me, Joseph, um, from Las Vegas. Um, just want to send in a very quick um, feedback for the Walking Dead finale. Um, I think it's been a while um, to look forward for the upcoming season because the way they ended it, it was just perfect. It just wants us some more. Um, still some unanswered questions. I, I tweeted to Sister K, what have, where's, there's still no Beth. Um, just know Beth, um, Carol and Terry still haven't made it unless they, unless they were able to see, like, behind the woods what was going on. Um, that would, that would be cool. But, um, yeah, that, that entire episode, you know, it was my first time, um, watching it live. I, I, I watched, um, an illegal, sorry, illegal live stream of it on my computer and I watched it through my TV and, you know, it was, but it was, but but the pay, what paid off with, of it was seeing your guys' tweets and reactions and being able to interact with you guys as the show was progressing and you know it was just even though it's been a while not seeing Rick Michonne and um, Carl I it, it was really appropriate for them to be the main focus in the finale you know it was it was meant to be that they were the ones to discover what happened to the others. Um, and be stuck in that um, the train storage thing um, but yeah it was just it was pot- the episode was just full of hyperventilating moments that we did not know what to expect we didn't know when to relax when not to relax we were you know we were each time I'm glad though even though watching it live I'm so used to watching it um, streaming on the episodes online that there's no commercials. But I'm, this is, the Walking Dead, I felt like it, it the way they showed the commercials, it was really quick. Like, no less than two minutes. Quick commercials, and the show would be back on. So I, I appreciated that. Instead of keeping us a very long wait. Um, but yeah, poor Carl. Yeah, poor Carl. I really... It was a bit hard to understand what was going on until I saw the 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 guy um, have his hand below his waist and I was like oh, is that what I'm thinking is, is happening and yeah that that really happened um, but Rick his glorious moment it really I did not expect that um, it was interesting though that that particular scene was from directly the comics we later we later find out in the Talking Dead which was really really nice to finally have um, um, Andrew Lincoln on the on the walking on the talking dead it was really, really cool I thought he was Australian to be honest I didn't know that he was British um, more plus points to that because I follow a lot of British um, shows um, but yeah I just wanted to keep this really a short recap I'm pretty sure everyone is trying to send in their feedback just like me and everyone reacted the exact same way you know, very surprised, very on the tips of our toes to find what's happening, and I'm really looking forward to what's going to happen next, the next season, and you know what happens after they they get out of there. Where where are they going to go? So yeah, for sure there ain't no sanctuary. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's me, Joseph from Las Vegas. Well, thank you, Joseph, for that long-ass voicemail. Thank that was long-ass <laughs> Joseph. 
Thank but, you, Joseph. But I agree with you, Joseph, in that it was very appropriate for the finale to focus on uh, Rick, Michonne, and Carl. Yeah, and and to have them be the be the trio and and Daryl uh, that you know figures out uh, Terminus is not no sanctuary, uh-huh. and you know discover the others. Yeah, especially so. because we didn't get them for, what, three episodes in yeah, a row. in a row. Or we got, like, what, a two-minute mm-hmm. clip of them, and then that's it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. And, yeah, Rick was bad ass. It was a very was good badass. episode. Yeah, I did good. like it. Thank you, Joseph, Thank for your you voicemail. And our last, last email of the podcast and the season, actually, is from Evelyn. Hey, Evelyn. Hey, Sister J and Sister K. I just want to say I've enjoyed listening to your commentary, and I can't tell you how many times people have stared at me on the train as I listen to the podcast. Can't wait for your Game of Thrones podcast. Anyway, let me move on to the finale of The Walking Dead. I absolutely loved it. It was fantastic to see this side of Rick. There are just times when you can't reason with people in that environment. Yep. Uh, That's the truth. Ain't that the truth. Of course, Rick tried to sacrifice himself first. But as soon as Joe said they were going to rape Michonne and Carl, and we see that subtle change in Rick's eyes. Oh, yeah. I knew Joe's ass was dead. (laughs) You can do a lot to Rick, but don't mess with his family. That's right. Small aside, a lot of fans were hoping Joe would be able to join the group. But I personally never thought that would be possible. Joe wouldn't have been able to follow someone else's command. Mm-hmm. He enjoyed being in charge, making all the decisions for his group of mis- misfits, and even deciding whether they lived or died based on the rules he made up. That, that is a point. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have been able to give up that kind of power. Either way, Joe and his group proved to be even worse than I would have imagined, and they got what they deserved. Yep. I also love that we finally got the answer as to whether Terminus is good or bad. Rick's group did the right thing by waiting before they went in. Though I'm wondering what they saw that made them feel comfortable going in. They could have waited and watched it for a bit longer. At least long enough to watch that human meat hit the grill. Mm. Well, see, you can't see the grill from outside. It's yeah. all deep down in there. Yeah. Uh huh. That little maze part. The little yeah. courtyard area. Mm-hmm. By the way, how is Rick the only one who noticed the watch, rag gear, and Daryl's poncho? And wasn't there a better way for him to handle that? Because he's a police officer. I mean... I think the rest of them were so busy looking at the food. Yeah. And looking around. Um, Did Rick think he'd be able to shoot his way out of there? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think Rick just thought, I don't... I just need to find out where my people are. Yeah. How'd y'all get that shit? You know. I'm happy a majority of the group was reunited. But how in the world are they going to be able... Or are they going to get out of the boxcar? I'm guessing Carol and Tyrese will save the day. Or maybe Beth rescue the group. Just kidding. <laughs> they're, probably, they're probably fattening Beth up for dinner. Mm. What are your thoughts on how they'll get out of this? Well, I don't know. I don't know, see. I don't know. I think, for me anyway, I could see a scenario where some kind of way they overpower whoever's going to be opening that door to like either feed them or call one out or something. Yeah. And one of them, but they're going to already agree which one, one of them is going to make it over that fence. And it's going to have to be either Carl or, uh, somebody who could shoot. Somebody who was with him and knows where it's buried. Yeah. 
See, Somebody could shoot a gun, though. Right. So yeah. I, well, now Daryl can shoot a gun and Carl can, too. Yep. Or Michonne. Because <laughs> she can shoot a gun, too. So it's going to be one of that group, I think. That would make the most sense to me. I can't see Carol and Tyrese being the ones because they got the baby. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes See, me pause about because, that is the baby. Because they got the baby, too. Mm -hmm. And if nothing else, she's going to be hollering. Right. Just like she was with the zombies and bringing them there. You know what I mean? Unless they walk in and they act dumb and they go, oh. And they act cool and trusting and shit. Mm -hmm. Maybe they won't mess with them if, it, if they do that. And then they figure out a way to get them out. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, she says, anyway, let me wrap this up by saying I can't wait for next season. Hope this email was, <laughs> hope this email was too damn long. <laughs> Evelyn. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Evelyn. You want a long ass email, Evelyn, huh? Mm -hmm. Evelyn wants to get red. She wants to get red, though. That was a, that was a good email, oh, Evelyn. Sure. Yeah, and that was a, that was a reasonably uh, spaced one, so we appreciate it very much. And we just want to thank all of y'all. Yes. Y'all are so awesome. Awesome. This has been. This has been a wonderful. Great, this has been one of the. I think this is the best season we've had. This is the, the best Walking season we, we have recorded. And we just love including all of our listeners. And it's awesome. And it's grown big now, as y'all know. Yeah. So. Y'all have seen all the new people that have been writing in. Yes. And it's made it's the awesome. podcast longer and greater. And we love that feedback. We so, love it. Thank y'all so much for making this season awesome. We cannot wait for season five of The Walking Dead. We will be back. Yep. For now, we are turning our attention over to Them Thrones. So Them Thrones. I encourage all y'all to follow us over there, even if you don't watch it. Just don't be asking us no questions about it. <laughs> and, and all you book readers, don't be don't be writing in no spoilers. Don't be telling. And don't be leaving no voicemails with no spoilers in it neither. <laughs> or or comparing it to the book. Please don't. Because we don't we don't know. We don't want to know. We don't want to know. We, and, and we will read you. Don't challenge them, Sister J. <laughs> now you gonna challenge them. <laughs> well, I was we just don't want to know. I was going to add something, but, you know, I'm going to do We just don't want to Yeah, we don't want to know something. So thank y'all all for your thank feedback. Thank y'all very much. Send in your taglines for Game of Thrones and your email. You can do that by sending it to sisterspeak at gmail.com. Of course, y'all know our website is sisterspeakpodcast.com. Facebook is facebook.com slash sisterspeakpodcast. And we are now on Google Plus at googleplus.com slash sister speak podcast as well oh, okay. and um we are on twitter we probably you know game of thrones since it's on hbo and there's no commercials it's difficult for me to tweet on yeah it. I, so I usually don't tweet until after, until after if anything but anyway if we if you want to talk about something else tweet us at underscore sister j and underscore sister k and our podcast uh twitter account is at Sister Speak Cast C A S T. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, Sister J. It was a great season. Thank you, Sister K. We will see y'all next week for Dan uh, uh, Dim Thrones. For Dim Thrones. Until next season. Bye. <laughs>